I thought you were dead. Sun out of your eyes and be yourself. Heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead back then. It was worse than dead. He must be dead. Is this a dead man, Doctor? Out, I cleaned out my Winston Churchill mug. I could have been drinking out of it, even though I think it's for milk. No, that's <laughs> for anything. That's for wisdom. Put juice yeah, in there. but Connor, look at that he, thing. Yeah, he's got like a lip. <laughs> What's this little Winston that's Churchill sick. mug? <laughs> Where do you drink out of it? I don't. I don't think it's for beer because his fedora hat, his little hat, has like a like a milk spout. Oh, kinda. that yeah, doesn't even like look like it would pour that well. Yeah. For hot sauce, actually. Ah. You put that in the middle of your kitchen table, Travis. Put fucking urine. Yeah, sure. Your house. No, I usually fill it with mayonnaise. <laughs> Droop a little mayo out of there. A little homegrown. Yes. <laughs> Drip some mayo. Leave it out in a the bathroom. Jazz in there. Yeah, lubricant. Yeah, is it your, is it your mayo? Your special mayo? No, yeah, this is actually meant for um, orgies, and you fill it up with lubricant, and you just oh, throw oh. Winston Churchill all Should, over. Oh, so if anyone needs some, nice. you just grab it from Winston. Yeah. <laughs> is it ribbed on the inside, Travis? It's Yeah, Winston was ribbed for, ev- for everyone's pleasure. Really. <laughs> <sighs> That's good. Yeah. It's a good way. Speaking of sex dolls. Uh, how was your week? <laughs> yeah, let's go into it. Hello, welcome uh, to Westmore. It's the only show that you need to quote on any of your research papers. Yeah, Tom. Yeah, <laughs> Uh My name is Mike. I'm Travis. <laughs> I'm Connor. How was your week? Oh, God. I can't even, I can't even fathom it. It's Thanksgiving week. You don't remember a single thing? <laughs> I was drugged on Thanksgiving. Were you? Were you roofied? Uh, you got the old grave roofied? I had a good time, though. I don't remember, but a good time. That's what you good. gotta do. You gotta load your fucking turkey up with roofies, yeah. and then you can skip all the political chatter and all that shit. And you can just blame it on after. a tryptophan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's all this tryptophan and these turkeys. <laughs> That's why everyone's passed out. That's in why my we bedroom. all woke up on Saturday morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, your butt always hurts. Remember that, Tom. We- yes. Thanksgiving. We did it. Uh, I don't know, Connor. We did that. Yeah, Mike, pretty, we missed you. Yeah, I wasn't invited. You weren't invited. I I th- a, I'm pretty uh, sure you were. I'm pretty sure last time we recorded, we invited you to Thanksgiving. Well, I was at Boston Market. Nice. Did you get that uh, cornbread? Of course I did. Okay, that's they were, good. Do they put Do they put jalapenos in their cornbread? I mean, you can request it. I don't know about that. I'm a suspicious. Yeah, I sat at the table alone. Slurp down some gravy. How many other people were at Boston Market on Thanksgiving? Uh, it was just me. Just you and the me in the far corner, <laughs> having a Salisbury steak dinner. Nice. Couldn't oh. even get a turkey. Out. Nah, they they're sold out. They're like, you know, this is a bad day to get turkey. Yeah, yeah. So you're right. I mean, when you're when you're at Boston Market, it's not you're not family. You're just part of the Commonwealth. Enough about me. I like to just share the information with my my uh, comrades. I would say that's unfortunate that that's how you spent your Thanksgiving, but I'm also gonna couple it with this sentiment that's boring mike yeah we did exciting my life is boring yeah we smoked and drank Mm -hmm. i had a drink i'm a real man again yeah i felt like myself the next day tom drank brown 
Not just gravy. Not just brown gravy. I was hydrated the next day. I was ready to go. Poor guy. I was peeing normally. They they (laughs) should make spiked gravy. What the hell's wrong with this world? Oh, you're right. That's a good idea. How has America not figured that out yet? Damn. Don't tell anyone. (laughs) Travis, speaking of spiked gravy, tell us. How was your week? Everyone everyone hears about Thanksgiving. I'm going to tell you some highs and lows of just a regular week. Because I had a very eventful week. Uh, first of all, driving along, I was going to go to Cabela's to get myself a fishing rod. Cool. Um, and I was really early in the morning because I dropped my girlfriend off at work. Ran over a, a, a nice little uh, little spike, what they call nails. Oh. And I'll drive along the highway, and all of a sudden, my I could just watch the air deflating out of my tire on my console. I'm like, oh, I'm going to make it there. And then I got stuck at the car place for four hours. Oh. Yeah. Tough. Yeah. Well, that was the low. The high is I purchased, you know, I'm a, I'm a fragrance man now. I'm all about good smells. Yeah. So I Spiked purchased, gravy. I, I purchased a, a, a new fragrance that I'm waiting to get in the mail. It's called the Marquis de Sade. Ooh. And it's by, uh, what, it's House de Liberant Orange or something. Does it smell like blood drying on walls or something? Yeah. So no, it, no, it doesn't. But and I wasn't brave enough. But I think I will go back and get it. They have a scent called Magnificent Secretions, and apparently that cologne just smells like semen, blood, and sweat. And it's really controversial in the fragrance world because wow. they're like, "Why the fuck would you want to smell like hey, that?" But if you want to smell like a cheap whore, you can walk around you know? smelling like that just by yourself. Yeah, just like, yeah. just don't wear deodorant. Gotta I want to right smell body. like a really expensive leather coat. I don't want to yeah. smell like. I want to smell like I'm about to shoot a load. Not that I just got a load shot on me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you won't like the hundred dollar bottle of Secretions Magnifique. No, I'd rather be covered in a two dollar bottle of Kiwi Strawberry Snapple. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe I don't know. Maybe that'll be like a Patreon thing. I'll cover myself in Secretions Magnifique. You'll still be around. the best smelling guy in Portland. <laughs> mm. It's very true. Are people in Portland smell bad? Well, they're all homeless. Travis is of one of the seven <laughs> oh. people that lives in an apartment legally. Well, how about that? Yeah, Travis? everything That's else. Everything statistics. Statistics. Art gallery. Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn. No houses. <laughs> it's either an art gallery no or a uh, weed distributor. Dispensary. I like that. Yeah, yeah, dispensary. That's the word. But that's just the culture. Because they that's... also invite people to live in these homes for free, and they regret, re- neglect. They they say housing is racist. They say it's uh, bigoted, it's uh, homophobic, which is somewhat true. What you come to my house? Just being in a house. I mean, if it's my house, my rules. Well, you could yeah. be, yeah, you could be as much of those things as you like. Well, or as little. Dickhead, you'd be like, I'll just let the seat up when you're in the bathroom or something. Don't piss on the seat. <laughs> Mike's no, one my rule. house. My house. Go on, keep it nice. My house, my rules. You come to my house, you're gay. <laughs> hey, respect. <laughs> I can respect it. Leave your heterosexuality at the door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's your house. That's the house of spiked gravy. That's the <laughs> that's the house that you built. Uh, the stuffing of the week. Now, I think I hold on. I think the more I get into this fragrance, maybe I should start a line in my signature scent. House de Travis uh, will be uh, spiked gravy. <laughs> I always want to smell like that. Yeah, right? A little boozy notes, like as the high notes, and then you got the base notes of like just beef broth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to smell like meat. 
We got to team up with some heavy hitters like Boston Market. <laughs> yeah. Axe Body Spray hit us up. Get, yeah, Axe Body Spray and Boston Market crossover. I like that. Yeah. yeah, it's Tom Ford, Ralph Lauren. Come on, hit me up. I'm going to make some sense for you, dog. We got some new shit. 2022, yeah. baby. Fuck 21. All right, let's talk about old stuff. It's a history show, God oh, damn it. One more thing about your week. Don't blow uh, school bus stop signs. I learned the hard way that one. This- you get pulled over? No, they send you a ticket in the mail like two weeks later. <laughs> it's like 250 bucks. Yeah, you're going to kill a kid. This Wait, dude was that's... bullshitting with this fucking, the you, fucking parent. Did you pull around him or did you, were you around. on the other side? Like, were you going... I was in behind him and I was like, there's no fucking kids. Like, come uh, on, like, terrible idea. And there the was sign no was out? Yeah, the sign was like, it was out, but like, he was oh, bullshitting dude. with the fucking parent. I'm like, yo, oh, fuck it. I'm late for where I go. You don't get a ticket for honking. And yelling. That's true. So you got to start there. There's kids on the bus. I don't know. There's early in the morning. Wake them They'll up. get a kick out of it. Yeah, you you teach them some words. They should. They're not going to show them in school. See, my passive aggressiveness got me a fucking two hundred fifty dollars ticket. Mike, no, you're fucked because because you made my you made my mother do more work. My aging mother because she works for a school bus company. It was probably one of her school buses. I was trying to hit a kid Jake. on the way to work. I was like, I'm gonna kill one of these fuckers today. I'm just saving you a lot of pain, kid. Yeah, Mike, there's a lot easier way to kill kids. <laughs> I thought I was in the clear. So I was like, this fucking joke. I'm going around this bitch. All right. Well, speaking of uh, whatever, <laughs> jokes on me. It's time to continue on with the show. Cut that out, Zoic. Pe- people are here for the listeners. Uh, the listeners. People the are here, here for the, for the knowledge. They're here for themselves. I have a history paper they're due. They're as self-indulgent as we are. We yeah. like the sound of our own voices, don't I we? I hate the sound of my fucking voice. Nice. I actually want to change my voice permanently. I'm going to do that. I'm I want to sound... sound... Get my nose, my nose done. What are you going to sound <laughs> yeah. like? You get to pick and choose you want to sound like? I'm going to sound like Joan Rivers. Why? Dude, we awesome. have to... Just gonna... <sighs> <sighs> you want to sound like Tay Zonde. You want to sound like Chocolate Rain, Tom. Yeah, we, have, we have to place bets because, I mean, I went through the same procedure of getting my tonsils removed like two episodes into the show, and my voice sounds completely different. Now we're going to have a completely different Tom. Yeah. Oh, my God. I totally forgot yeah. about that. It's true. You were a lot different. You changed, Travis. Okay, so this week uh, on the show, the history part of the show, Travis, please take us to the past. Tonight. We are returning to the motherland, the land of bears hula hooping, preteens playing with low-grade explosives, and vodka. Lots and lots of vodka. It's Mother Russia, sukas. Oh, yeah. no. All right, cool. Who are we roasting? Betty Boop? We're going <laughs> to blast off in, into the Soviet Union with the granddaddy, V.I. Lenin. Not John. Ah, his... Uncle, yeah, his uncle, uncle, <laughs> uncle Vladimir. Oh, <laughs> no, let's Vlad, talk Vlad about Lenin. That. Yeah, Vla- yeah, what does the I stand for? We're, we're, I'll tell you, that's not his real name. Ilyich Wentils. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. He goes. Spoil is not his real name. <laughs> his real name was Mike Regan. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's leader of the fucking you know that shit all that shit and then he changed it to yoko ono yeah Yeah. i was like you know what i'm going asian (laughs) paul is dead and and i killed him in a gulag yeah isn't vladimir lenin um he's like the the protege of karl marx or he is like the the wet dream of karl marx I mean, he would like to think that, but um, yeah, like when we'll you find like out he that would, that's, yeah, that's like the meme where it's like you would ask that question, and then it's like the two people responding, and Vladimir Lenin is saying yes, and Marx is saying no. Oh, okay. the Star Trek yeah, one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
So um, I'm wrong. So I think it's funny because whenever whenever you talk to like a socialist, myself included, um, Lenin is co- sort of seen as you know like well, you know, icon. So lame. well, you know they're like like the you know, Che Guevara Lenin, T-shirt type shit yeah. of uh, socialism. Lenin might have done some fucked up shit here and there, but he's the good guy of the revolution. Nothing like Stalin. You know, Stalin's such an asshole. Awesome. Yeah, if you really set the bar that low with Stalin, you could forgive the Lenin stuff. <laughs> yeah. Everything, yeah, you so- know, everything good gets turns to bad eventually. I mean, hey, even at yeah. one point, Stalin was Uncle Joe because the bar was set at Hitler. That's true. That's <laughs> well, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This dude's yeah, good. Yeah, we were... We're buddy buddy. <laughs> We're starting off good then. Yeah. I'll pretend He's a good guy. Thing, and I'm a fan now. Yeah, that like, something like Hitler. Yeah. This, so this Just research fun. really kind of ruined my whole perception of Lenin, and I came to the following three conclusions. I'm going to s- set this up right off the bat because this is going to be a two part episode. We're going to deal with three revolutions and like tons of fucking shit. This is a, one of the most complicated, I think, revolutions in the course of history. Mm-hmm. So. Um, these are my three conclusions, is that Lenin did more damage in the name of socialism and the teachings of Karl Marx than any other figure in the 20th century. That's number one. Um, there, uh, something I also didn't know, that there were other level-headed socialists at the time that weren't the Bolsheviks that could have created a successful, Soviet, or su- successful socialist state, and... Lenin was unprinci- a pr- unprincipled opportunist that was an outlier and stole the revolution. But he had beautiful skin. Um, not so much. It it up. Well, you can still yeah. go see it. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's you can. You can go check out his skin and decide for yourself: is it good? <laughs> it's L'Oreal <laughs> branded. They slapped a sticker on it. Yeah. Nice. That's hot. Yeah. That was part of Perestroika. And, <laughs> and this is the Communism. biggest thing that I learned was that. Russia is probably one of the worst places to try to start a socialist revolution as they were all like all the human right human rights and uh, violent drunks were there before the USSR and are there after the USSR like secret police is just like a normal thing in Russia <laughs> yeah those people have uh, they they've had the pride beaten out of them before they're in their second trimester of life yeah they, they come out just like uh, empty husks of people mm-hmm. um, yes and the people who leave there and come here they go oh it's better you know it's, <laughs> yeah. this is I could relax a little bit although genetically I'm inclined to never relax yeah so whenever you run into someone that's like dude communism doesn't work just look at Russia like look how they got fun. like no Russia doesn't work stop yeah. <laughs> Russia as a concept yeah, yeah. Not work. communism <laughs> might not work but that's the bad example yeah. is what you're saying yeah 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 okay China's still around they're communist something's working Ish. I thought they were yeah. a people's republic well, you know, it get a little tricky with how you start naming oh, yeah, I like things. Those words. Cuba's, Cuba's still going yeah. around. Yeah, Cuba's there. They're yeah. more literate than we are, and Vietnam's China has more money. A, Vietnam's got a roaring tourist industry. They're communist. Yeah. Well, he here we you are. Long There's time. the proof. Cuba and Vietnam. The, the places you're trying to be. <laughs> I love Vietnamese food. I'll say that. It's true, guys. Great food. Yeah. Communism yep. in Cuba took Ricky Ricardo away from us, in our in spirit. But it also gave us great baseball players. 
Yeah, I did. Yeah. Good point. Inside, inside. That's Ricky Martin. Sorry, that's Ricky Martin. That's, yeah, that's and different. we get really funny stories of how incompetent the CIA is because yeah. of Cuba. I love yeah, a Cuban sandwich. Though. They really it's show good. off how incompetent the CIA is at their job. A lot of, and, a lot of failed assassination attempts. Yeah. So that's what you're getting at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kennedy fucked up because we could have been living in the Fallout universe if things didn't go according oh, to plan. Man, man imagine swing music never went away. Yeah. <laughs> Island boys doing swing. Yeah. Island boy do up do Damn it. <clears throat> all right. Okay. So, so another little thing I need to mention before we start all this all this 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 series of of Lenin and all this shit, Soviet Union, is that although his life unfolded over a hundred years ago, the research and doc documents of Lenin's life are fairly fresh because they only surfaced in the early 90s after the fall of the Soviet Union. Because Stalin did his best to kind of redefine what Lenin was and, like, lift him up to this, like, godly figure, and he destroyed or locked up a lot of the history of Lenin. So if you kind of look at a lot of the... If if you go earlier than the 90s, you'll see a much different perspective of what Lenin's life was like. A lot of botched numbers, you know what I mean? Like, there's tons of people at my inauguration, you know? Like, loads of them. Of course. <laughs> so, there is a lot to cover here. And again, this is Europe. It's not America. America had one revolution. Done. Russia has three, four, I don't know, million revolutions. So, let's jump into this egghead of a man, Vladimir Ilyich Lenin. Um. <laughs> <laughs> You're bopping your head around a lot, Travis. <laughs> so right off the bat, uh, this champion of the working class did not come from the working class. Vladimir Ilyich Ulyanov was born April 22nd, 1870. That's right. His name is not Lenin. Uh, that was one of hundreds of his aliases that he used and this one just stuck so but i'm just gonna call him vlad or lenin because that's what we know him as. sure <clears throat> so the ulianovs were a fairly well-off middle-class family in stemsbrick stemsbrisk like a brisk stem brisk uh daddy illa was not really important to the story because he dies when lenin's 15 from a brain hemorrhage mm-hmm. uh, just um, the only thing about him, I will say, is that he came from a serf family and worked his way up into the middle class, uh, and he also had Asian genetics, which oh. is something oh, that we man. did not know. So they like, live on the beach, Asian. hit the waves every morning, or... Yeah, he's yeah, where's the kind of surfing Asians. Yeah, where's yeah. that? Where's that rides coming in? Where's the Black Sea? They're related to the guy Tito from Rocket Power. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Lenin's actually related to the Rock because all Asians are related to the Rock somehow. <laughs> he probably had dope tests. Wait, uh, where in the giant place that is Russia was this? So it's uh, Simbrisk, which is, I believe, that's moder- around modern day Kazakhstan. Ah, okay. So Beautiful like uh, out in a step, it, uh, yeah. He's he's out there. They're far away from uh, the, the capital at the time was Saint Petersburg, far away from the capital. Now Lenin's mom, on the other hand, her name was Maria Alessandrova. 
Black Blank, which was, was her last name, Maria Andresanova Blank. Uh, mm-hmm. She was born to a very well-off Jewish family uh, in the Russian capital of St. Petersburg. Uh, happy Hanukkah, everyone. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Is it going on right now? Yeah, it just started tonight. I ate a whole live fish tonight for Damn. dinner. Well, you know, it was a live? It was a challah. Yeah, yeah I had a challah. Still squeaming? Still in my <laughs> gut, dude. Kicking around. Some gefilte. dope. Yeah, That's those fish legs. Very well. Yeah. It's a bonding <laughs> thing we do. Unfor- yeah. Unfortunately, Lenin didn't have the the um, the perks of having that Jewish cuisine, that jellied fish and shit like ah, that. I mean, he probably did because he was Russian, but uh, he did not know that he had Jewish heritage because his mom tried to like cover that shit up as much as possible. Um, and they only found out. Interestingly enough, he the Lenin family only found out after Lenin died and Lenin's sin- sister went to Stalin and was like yo I found this ancestry.com paperwork that says we're Jewish and he's like give me that and he like <laughs> tucked it away in the Kremlin somewhere <laughs> so no one could see it <laughs> that makes sense yeah <laughs> um so back to his mom um her father was a physician to the royal family and it said that Maria could have possibly let her caviar jar get smashed by soon-to-be Tsar Alexander III. Ooh. And the reason why she was out in the boonies was because she got pregnant with Stal- with uh, Lenin's oldest brother and had to leave St. Petersburg. She moved out to the boonies to Simbrisk and married this fucking teacher just so they had to deal with, like, Alexander III's bastard. Wow. Uh-huh. Hmm. What's yeah. uh, his older brother's name? Lemon? <laughs> uh, Don, yeah, Don Lemon. Don Lemon. Uh, no, wow. his, older's, his older brother's name is Sasha. Okay. I like that. A nice little... Cool nice little Sasha uh, Ulyanov? Yeah, I think actually his real name was Alexander. She named him after oh, possible oh, daddy, just... but everyone called him Sasha. <laughs> All right. So not really trying to hide from the rumors, it seems like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a good guy. <laughs> yeah. All the rumors are I never true. met him. <laughs> Nor was porked by, but he was a good guy. So Sasha was like the dream child of their family. Now, little Lennon, as I mentioned, he was born in, um, what did I say, 1870. Uh, So he was a special little kid. Right off the bat, people were like, why his head so big? He's top heavy. This one's like, it's DK mode, dude. Someone put DK mode on this kid. Um, and Lennon was just constantly bashing his dome on things. He actually had a hard time <laughs> lifting his head off the ground. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, people right off the bat, this kid is top heavy. His parents thought that he was a big old R. Mm. <laughs> All right. Old, oh. old R-tard. <laughs> Short for Elmer Fudd. Mm-hmm. He was special. Another thing that kind of set him apart was that he was very sickly, um, he was an asshole. Uh, he spoke with a lisp, and he had very bad temper tantrums. Uh-oh. I mean, a lot of kids have bad temper tantrum- tantrums, but one of the things about Stalin is those temper tantrums, or Stalin, Lenin, is that um, he always had temper tantrums. But you know in Russia, like, where the kid throws temper tantrums all the time, they, they think he's going to be a strong kid. Like, oh, yeah, this, this boy is going to be very strong when he grows up. Takes Fatherly no bullshit spirit. from any woman's. <laughs> Yeah, he's always what? screaming at me. I am such a good he's, mother, and he's still screaming. He stay me. warm and cold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love his my mother. Boy. Was like, "Oh, look at little babushka kid," and 
when he had these temper tantrums, he would just fall to the ground and slam his big old dome <laughs> on the floor. It's like thong, thong. <laughs> like um, what was it? Ivan, Ivan the Terrible. Yeah, got from that. Yeah. yeah, he was a head slammer too. Yeah, he loved it. <laughs> now, interestingly enough, Lenin's childhood friend was a, this kid named Alexander Kerensky. And he is going to be a very important player later in the, this episode. But it's kind of weird that these two got together. And Lennon used to bully this kid, Kerensky. Uh, he used to tell him the story about the gray wolf that ate sheep or something. I don't know. Some weird fucking Russian story. Like, little boy, when you go to sleep, big Russian wolf eats sheep. <laughs> He's like, no, not my sheep. Not that story again. <laughs> <laughs> Not the wolf story. Anything yeah. but the wolf story. I hate that story. My God. What a bad story. It really feels like a waste of time. A terror of the time. Now, even even though his parents were like, this kid might be a little bit mentally handicapped, uh, Lennon excelled in school. He didn't have many friends. He was very bookish. Nerd. His favorite activities were playing chess, and his favorite... Can you guys get, guess what his favorite book was? Keep in mind, this is like the the probably 1880s. Pride and Prejudice? Um, was it a Russian author? I'll give you a hint. It's American. Oh. Oh, Huckleberry Finn. Nope, Uncle Tom's Cabin. Ah, uh, <laughs> I was Lennon. thinking just a sheet of graph paper. <laughs> <laughs> no, little Lennon was a Uncle Tom's Cabin stan. All He's right. like, oh hell yeah, I'm Team Uncle Tom. I love Harriet Beecher Stowe. <laughs> uh, her brother, by the way, roasted that idiot. <laughs> oh right, yeah, yeah, forgot about that one. Uh, so uh, this. The star child, as I mentioned, was the older brother, Alexander, or Sasha. He was smart, more attractive, more outgoing. He has some czar blood pumping through his veins, probably. He always Maybe. had the freshest Adidas tracksuits. <laughs> yeah, he had the lowest Slav squat. Yeah. Um, hey, uh, hey, little brother, why don't you get yourself some Adidas like a real man instead of your <laughs> stupid K-Swiss, you dumbass. Yours has four lines. <laughs> that did not catch on, man. Get the grip. Uh, Lenin Lenin was always trying to get his mother's attention away from Sasha because Sasha was a superstar kid Sasha ends up getting accepted to the St. Petersburg University which is one of the best in the country it's in the capital right Um, and right off the bat he gets there and he's indoctrinated into the liberal subversive teachings of of Karl Marx Ugh. and the anti-monarchical -mon thought. Classic woke college shit. Yeah, right? Yeah. They're just yeah, the right? same everywhere you yeah. go. doesn't matter where you are. Just a bunch of purple-haired ninnies screaming about things that we don't even really understand. <laughs> That's why I didn't go to college. That's why you're smart, Mike. <laughs> exactly. Save money. You gotta save that bean on your head, man. Yeah. They're, they're, gonna, they're, they're coming to like take Sasha it. Sasha here. Sasha, yeah. get away from my fucking beans. He's going to argue about, say things like proletariat. Mm -hmm. I can't even spell that. Yeah, You're better <laughs> it's for it. It's a hard one. It's I don't even one. need to because you, you know why? Boston Market. I could spell that. You know why? Because I got a phone. Autocorrect. <laughs> Thank Dude, you, God. I, 
I have to say, I had to write bourgeoisie a lot, and I, the autocorrect could not even save bourgeoisie. You should have just wrote bougie each time. Yeah, bougie. I just wrote fancy. Because <laughs> it doesn't capture the like middle class of the bourgeoisie. The bourgeoisie. Yeah. The right, uh, nice, nice things. God. Quotation marks. Yeah, I can't stop thinking about that wolf story. <laughs> yeah. It's taking up so much of my head. Are you worried for your sheep? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's creeping up on me. It was a joke before. Now I'm sweating. Tom's going to be waking up in the middle of the night screaming. Gab's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? My sheep! <laughs> my fucking so, sheep! <laughs> so Sasha and all of his libtard friends, uh, they weren't like these internet boys today. They're like, I don't think this is a safe space. No, they were like, they hatched a plan to assassinate Tsar Alexander III, who could have possibly been <laughs> Sasha's dad. I'm going to kill my dad. Yeah. I hate my dad. That, isn't that a Russian thing? You always hate yeah. your dad? I thought that no, was a I Scottish thing. I thought it was like a pride. Oh, it is a Scottish thing. <laughs> I thought you're, you're supposed right. to love your dad in Russia. You're like, oh, this is my daddy. He's like my fucking... Or do they, do they hate their dad pride. because of the rivalry with Germany? Uh, yeah. Fatherland. Father, yeah, Mother they Russia. The they love their mothers, hate they, their fathers. They chose sides in the divorce. That's a good Russian cuisine. Caviar. Vodka. Yeah. Caviar? Probably potatoes. They probably make good potatoes. 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 Oh, they make this really good jellied fish. That oh, I've borscht. Had one time. Bo- borscht. Do the borscht. Borscht uh-huh. is delicious if you like beets. If you There's like this- pretending that you're shitting blood. Yeah. Which is my favorite part about beets. There's this place in Portland <laughs> that does... Ru- There's a lot of Russians here, surprisingly. Uh, and they, it's called From Russia With Love, and they make this, like, quiche... These quiche things? They're like They're giant hot soup. pockets. They're so nice. fucking good. Knish? Yeah. A knish, not a quiche. Right, right. <laughs> oh, this one's like fucking potatoes and shit inside them? Yeah, you pierogies the- and shit. I thought it was yeah. Polish. Pierogies are Polish, but yeah. they probably make them in Russia. They definitely make them in Russia. Well, yeah. they probably... They probably took, like their own yeah. little flavor of pierogi. It's all just white and red foods. Yeah, yeah. Sausages. White, white, white versus red. We're gonna reindeer. Ooh, I did listen to something about Russian people like riding reindeers and shit, and like there's reindeer cults out there. Reindeer's tasty. So Sasha had Sasha and his friends were like, "We're gonna blow up my dad!" Yeah, yeah. Uh, And Sasha was in charge of making the bombs in this assassination. Like, dude, I'm smart. I know how to like mix these chemicals together real good. Unfortunately, Sasha's plot was exposed. All of the students were arrested, and Sasha's mom Maria begged the officials to go easy on huh. his on his son because she still had some weird connections in St. Petersburg because of the whole fucking banging and shit. Right, and you know they the officials offered Sasha a plea bargain, like you know whatever you just like tell us where you got this like subversive Marx books that comic books you bought. And, uh, you know, we'll let you go easy. You'll just do some, some hard time. But he refused. And he was sentenced to being hanged by death. Hanged oh. until death. Until, <laughs> it and, usually ends in death, that one. Yeah, yeah. Hanged until death in, on, in May of 1886. So he's 16? No, this is an older brother, so probably like oh, his early older 20s. Brother, sorry. Yeah, his, old, his older brother was like five years older than him so or he's, so. He's like 20? Yeah. All right, well, that's uh, one guy down. That's Teen Angst right there. Wow. Yeah. Trying so he to was hanged? Our dad. He was, he was hanged? Yep. Oh, yeah, fuck. He yeah, she went through with it? Oh, that's crazy. I thought it was like him some and, trickery. Him and all of his libtard friends were all hanged to death. That's what you call poning the libs. Yeah. 
<laughs> I want to know how like someone found out back then. Like that's pretty. Someone I guess someone ratted. snitched on him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we will Can't talk trust about anyone. Uh, as I mentioned, we're gonna get deep into the secret police of Russia, which um, definitely, definitely it wasn't the KGB, the but they had their own. Them. Yeah, they had their own secret police. The Czar had one. Um, That's such a cool title, though. Like I'm part of the secret police. Yeah. Well, not anymore. Yeah. Well, that's not a secret. Now, now we know. <laughs> now you're in the police. Over the police. Congratulations. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. you kind of alluded to this already, but I think I read somewhere that someone described. Better watch out. Uh, <laughs> Russia isn't a place. Isn't it a state that has a secret police? It's a secret police with a state. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the, the one, the one like uniting factor through. I mean, you go from a monarchy to uh, socialist. I wouldn't call them communist. A socialist country, and and then to a hyper capitalist country. All of them have had the same secret police. Yeah. Putin was part of the KGB. You know, like yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, he's probably killed a few people. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Uh, the gangster. He had a wire. This is G. Unfortunately, it's pretty scary, kind of. Lenin often cited that his brother's execution was the deciding factor that pushed him to become a revolutionary. Um, and there, there's also this really stupid story about another reason why he became the hero of the working class was apparently he, him and his big head was out on, were out on a river, and uh, it, the ice broke. And the son of a lowly brewmaster came and saved his life. He pulled his big old head out of that that, that lake. And he probably like, thought it was an apple. Try to bob for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was real hungry. Oh, I like potato. Well, bobbing for potatoes. That's what they do over there. Yeah. So because this little brewmaster's kid saved his life, he owed his life to the working class. Wow. I mean, I'll buy it. <clears throat> I mean. Wait, didn't Stalin have a similar story where he got rescued in the ice? What is it with like Russian rulers getting saved? I think it's like cold one there. in three Russian citizens has fallen through the <laughs> ice at some point. Yeah, I don't, I don't really think that it's Russian rulers. Like it's I've seen Russian, videos yeah. of these people, like <laughs> these Russian guys, like lighting off like you know uh, Macy's Day per or like fucking Macy's New Year's Eve fireworks, like on like lakes that they're standing on they're like this is good yes they're not wrong it's exciting yeah. it's good point to it be down. alive point it down into the lake mm -hmm. yeah um so either way lenin was heading down the path of the dirty despicable despicable <laughs> socialist uh yeah was that Travis? who wants workers rights not me. I hate Not workers' me. rights. Fuck, Fuck that. that shit. I would do anything to escape the working class. Because I got I got workers' rights. I got to put up other people's bullshit. I fucking hate that you shit. You don't want to work. I don't want to work anymore. You want to be a communist. Yeah. I want to get paid to hang out. Well, join the revolution, brother. <laughs> That's called Twitch Join streaming. me, comrade. <laughs> join us, comrade. Yeah. I should be going to streamer. I just sit there in my fucking... Tidy whities picking my ass playing fucking Call of Duty. <laughs> you, got yeah, you, got, you got one cam on your face, one cam on picking oh, wedgies. Oh, my fucking yeah. ball sack. That'd be awesome. <laughs> That'd be ball really sack great. Cam. I so, support this. Lenin knuckled down in school despite the fact that his family had been shunned by the rest of their peers because, you know, their kid was executed for Marxism. Oh, there's that like family that. with trying the to blow communist up, kid. Yeah. Trying to blow up the czar. Uh, but regardless, Zenin, Zenin, Lenin, Lenin graduated top of his class and was accepted to the Kazan University in 1887. Even though his brother died, he managed to go to school. 
Yeah. That's the and complex, it'd be a smarty pants. Yeah, the complex yeah. story arc so far. Yeah. Still yes. feels like he's a big fucking nerd so far. Oh, yeah. Dude, he's a big nerd, but when he goes to college, all the people in college are like, yo, dude, are you like Sasha's brother? Like, we read about that in the news. You're pretty fucking cool, dude. You got a big head. dope. Oh, damn. You got a huge yeah. head. Yeah, your brother got smoked, bro. You're dope. You yeah, you're it's pretty fucking. <laughs> your brother, your brother didn't have as big of a head, so you must have more knowledge of that brain. You know what I'm saying? Why do you keep talking about Uncle Tom's cabin? <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite book. <laughs> hey man, uh, smoke some weed, fucking Lennon. Yeah, so no, <laughs> no. Cut that out. Like, oh, you went with yeah, that one. Leaving it in. Uh, Tom's cabin. Uh, no longer Tom, was cut that Lennon. Shit out. Hey, Travis is trying to talk. Yeah. Travis, continue. <laughs> No longer was Lennon, like, that know-it-all kid. I mean, he kind of was, but, like, he wasn't known as the kid that bangs his head on the floor and screams, <laughs> even though he still did that. He was known that. as the cool kid, because he was, like, the, you know, the, the kid that was the brother to the anti-royalist martyr, Sasha. That socialist kid with all the lumps on his head. <laughs> yeah. He's so cool. He's I wonder if dope. he dates women. I'm going to ask him out. <laughs> oh, he does. So Lennon had to fill those shoes. So he got to work. He started to read as much Marx, Angles, and other leftist material that he could get his hands on. Now, let's hold on for a second and kind of talk about the states of Russia at the time. Um, because these books that he was reading are, were illegal. Um, they Taboo. Were sub subversive material that was being illegally brought into the country. Like cocaine, cocaineus. Got some good shit. I got some Karl Marx, bro. You want to see this shit? Some dope shit. Will it make my hair look like his? Yeah. Ooh, God. Yeah. Shit. Look at this. Look at the third page, man. Check that shit out, bro. Shit's dope. Woo wee. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, Russia had always been Europe's like ass backwards idiot child. Um, so in the 19th and early 20th centuries, it. it it struggled to keep up with the level of industrialization that the rest of the modern world had transformed into. Um, now, most of the blame lies in the incredibly shitty monarchy, the Romanovs. Now, you are probably going to do a whole... I mean, we'll do a whole another episode on the Romanovs from, like, a different perspective of this whole revolution. Because, as I mentioned, it's, like, Nick, super Nicky complicated. would be a good one. Yeah. He'd yeah. be a good one. Question. Yeah. Does Lenin ever cross paths with uh, Rasputin? Um, I. They were cross swords. They, they he, def he definitely knew of them. They never. Yeah, knew he them. definitely. Period, but probably never talked to each other. Uh, he he definitely knew knew of them and probably was like like that cocksucker, you know, like fuck this guy. <laughs> that big <laughs> dick motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> he had a big dick, right? You guys roasting. He had a big dick. No, yeah, I I actually re-listened to that episode for this episode and apparently had a normal size. But pale dick. We oh, have the primary like source described it. <laughs> but pale. Which, yeah. and, and the source, the guy who wrote that was actually a giant black dude. <laughs> so you get him props. by comparison, it probably was a pretty big dick. No, the right, source, they were, they were, they were in a... Meaty. I, I think it was like, even funnier. It was like a guy in a bathhouse who was like, I looked over at, at Rasputin's <laughs> dick and it, it didn't age like and get dark like normal men did. It just stayed pale, like a baby's dick. <laughs> He's kept scraping yeah. it off on the vagina walls well, of yeah. the royal women. Hey, you guys, your dicks are fucking tan? Well, <laughs> you when, you, when you when you reach, like, 60 years old, you're going to get that weird, like, 
darkened, <laughs> like grizzled war veteran dick. Mine looks like I mean? milk. You're fucking. <laughs> Yours doesn't have liver spots. Tell a story. Yeah. The yeah. lower part of my body has never seen the sun ever. Like you gotta go naked sunbathing, man. I've never done that. I, I just never seen the sun like the light of day. Head out to Gil- your favorite Gilgo Beach. Get naked. I feel kind of yeah. bad sometimes, like when I'm like girls see me naked. I'm like, sorry for my appearance. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you gotta hit the tanning bed. Just go for but, five uh, minutes. Get a little zip nah, down there. You don't like yeah. me who I am. It ain't worth it. <laughs> you want? You don't like my milk. You grew up in the South Shore. Yeah, it doesn't mean I have to follow their ways. Oh, you, but you know their ways. I have I have a farmer's tan, and my legs, are, my ankles are tan. You need to do a farmer's tan on your shaft, so just making, the tip I'm, is is darkened. I'm just painting a picture for everyone at home. Put on a condom and go get tan. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> novelty dark condom. I'm gonna start growing yeah. fungus on it then. In the tanning oh, bed. Cool. So all right, put that outside. This is yeah, fucking right. disturbing. Right. So. A little sidetrack. I'm never Russia. getting late again. <laughs> a little sidetrack with Rasputin. If you want oh, to hear that story. episode, uh, there, that's a crazy one. But that's another angle of this revolution. So like, right, that's another angle. Just remember this, Mike. Only women listen to the show. That's what exactly. I, I yeah. showed a woman this show, and she was like, "Oh, seriously?" I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then she never she, responded. She yeah. was like, "Oh, okay." I was the like, women oh. must find it on their own. Yeah. We cannot show it to them. Yeah, I'm never showing a girl this show ever <laughs> fucking again. <laughs> Talk about a cock block. This show is terrible. If if if, a, if you are interested in a woman and they ask, hey, uh, do you listen to podcasts? <laughs> just start scratching your head around them. What's uh, a podcast? Well, I just I got a phone bang, yesterday. Bang your head into the ground like Lennon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just say, I listen to Island Boys. That's I, I listen to Joe Rogan. No, and don't Alex say that Jones. either. Don't so, say yeah, that that's even worse. Is. That's more vile than this show. Yeah. yeah. So... I'm wearing so, swastika shoes right now, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk a little bit about the Romanovs. Oh, Again, we're going to do a full episode on the Romanovs. Uh, but so people in Russia had seen that other countries were improving throughout the 19th century with this industrialization and lives are improving. People were becoming working class and like middle class. Um, the Romanovs tried to placate their woes by simply abolishing serfdom which they did in 1861. Up until 1861, <laughs> Russia had serfs. <laughs> little, a little late to abolish the feudal system. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so they just got rid of the serfs right as we got rid of slavery? Yeah. That's, yeah. See, yeah. we've always had a kinship with the Russians. Yeah, <laughs> we're really quite the same. Yeah. It's clicking. Hard drinkers, right. real fond of guns, terrible we're, human rights violation. Retarded. Yes. We're, we're the same but different. <laughs> Right, so they abolished like serfdom in 1861. <laughs> Flash forward to the late 1880s when Lenin is attending Kazan University. 85% of Russia were still in the peasant class. So, like, agrarian farmers that, like, dig up dirt and then move it to, like, one side of their property, then dig up <laughs> dirt on that side of the property and move it to the other side of the property. Well, yeah, maybe yeah. grow a cabbage. They're all still effectively serfs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, they yeah. just don't have the title anymore. Yeah, right. exactly. Well, yeah. The the old uh, agrarian in a place that has basically no mineral value in their soil. Like yeah. Yeah, all the property Russia has, they can grow about sixty potatoes a week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Except for Ukraine, great breadbasket. Oh. Which yeah. is why, whenever Russia's upset, they punish the Ukrainians. That makes <laughs> sense. Yep. yep. You yep. and your bread. Nice so, uh, keep in mind, Lenin is not part of the peasant class. We're going to get into that whole distinction and as we go through the 
episode. But in order to keep the Russian subjects blind to the rest of the modern world, the Romanovs created, or it could have possibly just existed, I'm pretty sure the Romanovs created it, but the Okanara, which sounds Japanese, it's O-K-H-R-A-N-A. Um, it was the secret police that would root out subversive wrestling, uh, subversive wrestling, subversive <laughs> nice. writing, teachings, and anything else that threatened the monarchy. Oh. Only Vince McMahon approved materials. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> only Vince, dude. Uh, those no Japanese wrestling. League, yeah, he those wish, Japanese wishes right now. Fuck them. Dude, yeah, fucking New Japan AEW, he wishes that he had this power right now. He's <laughs> yeah. getting fucking trounced. So when this when the Okinara found something subversive, they would the person would either disappear or be for, forced into work camps in Siberia. If that sounds familiar, what? it's because the Okinara is basically the same thing as the Cheka, which would become the KGB and is now the FSB. So as I said, Russian Russia loves their secret police and loves acronyms. Yeah. So. Another thing they had in common with America. I'm s- yeah. USA. <laughs> well, we do like the backronyms. We love backronyms. Uh, so, oh my God. Yeah. What's a backronym? It's when you come up with the acronym first and then fit in what it's going to be. So, oh. like, the Patriot Act is actually an acronym. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the I Protection what... Against Terrorists. Yeah, something real right stupid like that. Isn't yeah. an awesome America? Like, <laughs> that's... <laughs> Or Mike, you probably never yeah. heard of this one because you're such a degenerate. Dare? I don't know what dare is. You kidding me? <laughs> that's a backronym. That's, that's a backronym, dog. Do you uh really drug and alcohol resi- uh, resistance education? Yeah. Drugs are yeah. really an energetic. <laughs> yeah. Dudes and real erections. <laughs> <laughs> So let's jump back to our model example of a revolutionary college student. So obviously he was being watched very closely by this special police ever since, you know, his brother tried to blow up the czar. They kept an eye on the whole family. Um, Lenin did his best to try to seek out this band subversive books, and he organized a student dissonance uh, group. Uh, so... He actually became, for a while, like, the OG incel and practiced uh, no-sex policy because he thought it would, Lame. like, make him weaker. Um, nice. and he, oh, I had he, one of those, he, like, crazy thoughts, like, a couple years ago. Yeah, he read this one book, like, extremely Russian book. I don't know the name of it off the top of my head. I didn't write it down because, again, he was busy reading Uncle Tom's Cabin. But the, this other book <laughs> was about, like, it's basically like an Ubermensch-type thing where it's like, the best man in the world never has sex because it takes out his energy sources and he always goes out on the farm and like lifts cabbages and shit you know like and and lennon's like yeah i want to be like this guy i'm not gonna fuck anything did lennon invent uh niet niet nut november (laughs) yeah niet niet nut (laughs) do you think this is because he masturbated too much and he was feeling some type of guilt yeah i mean when you got a head that big dude your brain is where all the cum stored. So yeah. yeah, people think it's the balls, but it's the brain. Yeah, yeah. Well, brain gets an emotion. Lenin as uh. this Lenin, <laughs> yeah, Lenin as uh. this cool revolutionary student. Of course, he picks up the habit of smoking, and he starts smoking cigarettes and Cig- stuff. Uh. And he, he goes home, and his mom caught him smoking, and she's like, 
Don't you smoke. You're squandering our family's fortune on tobacco. And after that point, he quit. And much like Hitler, he despised smoking. If you were Ugh. caught smoking around him, he would fucking yell at you and call you a cunt, which is one of his favorite words. I really? guess in Russian, yeah. <laughs> what does that mean in Russia? Does Russian have a translation? Cunt is like a silly it, goose. Isn't it kurva? That's Polish. Do you know? Is that the word for cunt in Polish? Hey, it's, I think that is the word. <laughs> you know, he. I, I, oh, he actually, wait. I shouldn't have said that. I don't, think it's the, I don't think it's the right word. Well, it's fine. I should cut that out. I Was that the that Polish N word? Did you say a much word? <laughs> no, I think, I think kudva <laughs> means. Uh, Something like that. Some you said. Well, that I have to cut out. <laughs> that yeah. that usually, I usually don't cut any of this out. Uh, cut that one out. So I'm looking it up right now. I'm just gonna bleep that. It'll be funnier. You if always it's a hear bleep. Russian people yell that, like or Polish, like Kudva. <laughs> so after after uh, he he organizes this group, uh, this social dissonance group or whatever, and oh, they have fuck. they have a peaceful protest uh, at the college campus, and Lenin was targeted by the Uknara. Uh, and the university expelled him. But because of his noble v- birth, he wasn't exiled like normal normal families would go to Siberia. He was exiled to his farmhouse estate that his mom owned in Alakalava, which That's he just far. had like a sprawling estate because they had so much money that he was like, you can't be around us. Go to your Airbnb that you own. <laughs> That must be nice. <laughs> yeah. Not bad. Go back to your country home. I mean, Siberia, I'll tell you that for sure. Now, let's get to the crux Baby. of the whole hypocrisy about Lenin. As, as Lenin was the champion of the working class, Lenin was on this farm, and Lenin was like, all right, I got to be like this guy who doesn't have sex that I really like. He's like a farming, he's a cool Russian guy, and he starts the whole farmer's lifestyle and realizes that he hated it. In fact, he just didn't like people that did any of that shit. Like, if you're like a working Joe, he'd just be like, oh, they're gross and poor. <laughs> you don't even it's know who Harriet Beecher Stowe is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel the same way sometimes. Like, why the fuck does anyone do this work? I think it's a little different because you are doing that work. You're not on a country estate looking down on your subjects. I wish I was. You're dealing with your own struggles. He's trying to go to brunch. <laughs> you know? I'm living in my own... De- uh, ooh, hell. Yeah. Right, but, it, but well, we do uh, live in hell. Continue, Travis. But, but this is this is like this is I'm like depressed now. This is like a, a Wall Street banker like putting on a John Deere hat and then being like, "I love you all that live in Nebraska. What is corn? Like I hate fucking corn. Like, but this is a tradition of anyone in leadership, like uh, positions. Like we covered that with uh, William Henry Harrison, right." And then when we did, uh, what was I'm forgetting Rob his Ford. name. Oh, fuck. Uh, his, the vice president took over after him. Uh, um, John Tyler. No, like, I... They, these guys, they were the forefront of that in America, and that is just before this. I mean, I agree with you that that's, like, been a tactic ever since, like, you know, Rome, you know, appeasing Well, you can't, yeah, you can't farmers. play... It. But at the yeah. same time, the communist revolution was all about... Like specifically these people, like the agrar- like agrarian working class in Russia. But it's always about that. Whenever the whenever you're trying to get people behind something, it's just a lie. Yeah, you just lie to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you want to make America great again, you want to go backwards. Right. You can only go forward though. You can just trick people. 
I don't know. They say that AOC worked at a bar. What bar? Maybe Barclays. <laughs> we don't know. Could the, be. The Clays Bar. Yeah. <laughs> we'll I ain't buying a beer yeah. there. Shit is expensive. Yeah, they. it's all hidden. It's always glorified to be this way, you know. Elizabeth Warren, she's a Native American. Trump, he <laughs> likes anyone. He likes big trucks. He likes, yeah, he likes yeah. the big trucks. I he, like big truck. I like the pig farmers. <laughs> you know what? It's all it's all controlled by, at the end of the day by someone, one person. Ex- I think. All one person. All one person. Right. Don Cheadle. Pulling the strings. Don I think fucking so. Cheadle. Yeah. <laughs> Don Cheadle's the mastermind, dude. All right. So he is back on his country estate, hates yeah. the fucking serfs, even though they're not serfs anymore. Yeah. He's a he, poser. He's he on the tries, farm. He's like, fuck this shit. Yeah, he tries farming. He doesn't like it. So quickly, again, he's like exiled <laughs> to this general area. Um... And so quickly, he's like, fuck this shit. And he moves to the nearby city of Samara, where he starts to hit the books again and becomes a lawyer. Now, Lennon took a job as a lawyer after he graduated. He obviously was able to do it because he's a brain boy bookman. Um, but he was a lawyer for about two years. And after the end of this like lawyer thing, this is the last time that Lennon actually works. Because the rest of the time, he just hangs around and writes things you know what i mean oh becomes like, a professional revolutionary yeah, yeah. like a nietzsche yeah. type yeah except didn't nietzsche i remember he actually like taught every once in a while lenin didn't uh, do he, any of that shit he he was uh, i could tell you off the bat he was harder working than lenin but he was put in that situation because of his health it's where con- nietzsche like stopped teaching so much because but then he got got by for twenty years, just kind of going from apartment to apartment, just writing. Right. It's, ca- it's kind of like uh, pre Chancellor Hitler. He was just kind of hanging out and was like the head of a political movement that had no power, and he just like gave speeches. That's it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've heard some things about Hitler. From what it's I like Che Guevara nice too. Guy. Che Guevara didn't really have a job. He just kind of hung around and gave speeches. Yeah. I think that's just why people say that because of his uh, facial hair. Yeah, he looks like he does have a job. (laughs) They just hate those t-shirts. Now, actually, there was a history report on him, like way back in college, on Hitler, (laughs) on Che Guevara. They probably got an A plus with all those typos. Got an A minus. I was quite the student at the old community college, (laughs) as they say. So around this time, when he's like as a lawyer. he starts to find some other like-minded people in the city of Samara that um, were fellow Marxists, and he starts to attend a secret subversive book club. Ooh, bunch of rich nerds getting together, playing chess, drinking vodka, and talking about the working class, who they had very little interactions with, but they were like, yeah, the working class is all about working class, dog. Look at what <laughs> Marx ro- wrote. <laughs> he wrote it. You're um, making it so clear for me. Now, this group—they're not uh, Russians. Are not very good at naming things. They have very long names. So this group was called the U- the Union of the Struggle of the Liberation of the Working Class, or the USLWC. Too, too many, many of this. Yeah, I was just about to say that. <laughs> you you got You're you're done at two. It's like the the Planet of the Apes sequels, where yeah. it's like War of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, Rise, Rise of, of the Planet, planet of, of the, the Apes. Like, yeah. You gotta cut out one of them. Ridiculous. It's a fucking mouthful. Use colons. Yeah. yeah. Right. Planet O D Apes. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> planet O D Apes. 
so of course, Travis. of course, this very shitty named group was being watched by the secret police. What are they doing um, over there? Around this time, Lennon quits the whole no pee-pee touching, no shooting loads, and he quickly gets himself involved in an open love triangle with two ladies that were attending his Marxist meetings. Oh. I thought you were just going to say it was like, and he just started jacking off all the time. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he's he's got def- yeah, he's got to deflate his head a little bit, you know what I mean? There's a lot coming there building up. Listen, ladies, I see you showing up here. Wait, that's the wrong accent for ladies. I see you showing up for this thing. <laughs> Uh, it's still the same Russian, <laughs> Bro- Russian Brooklyn. I accent. see you showing up over here. We got the thing. It's all about sharing stuff. Uh, you know, the, the, everyone's getting ripped off. Those guys in the field. I'm like a guy in a field right now. I'm playing a field. You're not putting out. It's not my boyfriend. It's our boyfriend. Exactly. Look, I need. I'm trying to kiss you. I'm trying to kiss you all, both. You're so smart. We are wow. all comrades here. Your vagina is a comrade. You know a lot. Oh, I'm making Bost right now. It's my time in a month. Maybe <laughs> next week. Now, the first lady was a lady named Nadia. And Nadia was like a Lennon fangirl. Like, just kind of followed him around like a puppy dog. Because he had such Groupie. great views on Marx. Right. And he was like cursing and shit. Because he's like bad. You know what I mean? Right. Good. Um, now... The thing about Nadia was that she suffered from Graves' disease. They didn't really know what Graves' oh, disease was, so they thought she just looked weird. She had bulging eyes, and they called her the herring, as oh. well as Lennon. <laughs> like, you're the herring. Oh, Wait, what she, is Graves' disease? Um, I think I'll it's Google a disease. It. I, I actually don't know I'm the specifics. I'm going to look it up now. I, but yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm assuming sure it has to do with, like... I know that like a, a lot of your body, process, yeah. So that's like why your eyes are like bulge. Out. Yeah, your thyroid goes and like you get like bloating in certain it's areas. Skull disease. Graves. Graves. <laughs> you do look odd if you have this. Uh, Wendy Williams has Graves' oh, disease. That makes- old, oh, is that why she looks like? That? <laughs> she looks like a hell demon. Yeah. The old it's r- not the millions of plastic surgeries she's had. <laughs> this is treatable today. So we yeah. can make fun of it all we want. Wow. Well, back Carl in the day, so Nadia, she she had no chance. No, she well, she has Graves' disease, and everyone's like, "Ah, you're a herring." And Lennon's like, "Yeah, I mean, the herring can suck my dick, but I'm not gonna get stuck with just the herring." Yeah. So I want a cod. I want some cod. <laughs> yeah, Lennon. Lennon started pursuing Nadia's friend, a woman named Apollonaria. Oh, and, uh, Wendy Williams. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> The three of them kind of just out. like, yeah. The three of them all just kind of like dated <laughs> together. Like they were just like it was like oh, an they open were throuple? throuple. Nice, yeah. Oh, that's so progressive. Nice. Holy like shit. <laughs> yeah, it was like an open throuple type of thing. They would all do stuff oh, together. Yeah. But then like Lennon goes up to Herring Girl Nadia one day and is like, "All right, I'm I just want to propose." <laughs> to your friend, Apollonia. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to marry her, but we can still hang out. You can come yeah. over and stuff. I mean, unless the, that keeps coming out of your head. You got this bag. You know, if it stops here, that's... I can't I can, tell, I can I can't tell if you're shocked by this news or it's just your normal face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're sleeping, actually. <laughs> so... <clears throat> So Lennon was not much of a uh, catch as well. We've all seen pigs with Lennon. I so this, this Apollinaria or whatever, she had her eyes on a hotter comrade, and so she shot Lennon down. Oh, nice. curb, Ooh. bitch. Suck Ooh. that. I've been curbing. Hurts, baby. Now, He's Lennon's hot. Co- 
Who, Lenin? Lenin? He's like hot in like a like a dictator way. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know about that. Mike's got a type. <laughs> yeah, balding men with sharp features. <laughs> yeah. Um, now Lennon, he's kind of butt hurt. He's he's only twenty five at this point. And he decides to do what a lot of European rich Europeans do and do a. I mean, he's not really even European. He's like Asian because he's, he's like in Asia, but uh, he fashions himself as a European. Uh, and he decides to go on a grand tour. We've talked about a lot of rich oh, people that do these grand nice. tours, right? Uh, is that where he goes like like Ethiopia and like bangs kids? And no, shit? probably one of the Mediterranean. Oh, Mediterranean bang kids. Yeah, yeah. you, you want to go bang kids? Uh. Yeah, that's that's a key part of it. Yeah, I mean they love going to Greece. Greece is definitely part of the stop, and they learn about the boy loving and all that stuff. And they're like, oh, that doesn't sound too bad. Oh, all right. Yeah, it's legal here. <laughs> yeah. Oh so, my god! Uh, what? So he's 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 funneling boy holes and shit. No, <laughs> no, no, no! You you made that up, Mike. I didn't make, you were telling me he's in Greece, fucking eating grapes and funneling <laughs> boy holes. No one said grapes. Part of the, part of the grand <laughs> tour, damn, you know, you know, learn about little kid touching, but. He, I don't learn about it. What does that mean? Like you're, oh, this is it. But like, I'm not going to do this today. You're going, back you're, you're going to like, the Catholic country, so no, <laughs> yeah, true. The, the um, yeah, the, a grand tour back then was being on right wing Twitter today, where uh, they just talk yeah. about pedophiles in such vivid description how much they hate them, where they almost turning each other on with it. Yeah, like, yeah, keep going. Oh, disgusting. But, but, where? Yeah. Tell where me more. I hate child molesters. <laughs> God, point them out to me. What do they do? So, what are their code so, words on the internet? <laughs> Lennon actually, Lennon actually skipped all that shit. Actually, he didn't do the Mediterranean part of his grand tour. He went to Austria, Switzerland, France, and Germany, um, and this all happened in 1895. And as it turns out, L Lennon would spend half of his life outside of Russia. So this was his first little taste wow. of being like, oh, there's another part of the world besides herring and. Canned fish and oh, vodka. that's what indoor plumbing is like. Yeah, <laughs> this place is fucking nice. Where are you? Anywhere but Russia. <laughs> Not Russia. <laughs> so the secret police, obviously, the Russian that this Russian secret police could, you know, they're like the. I always get these confused. CIA. I was, you know, the FBI is for here, and then CIA goes abroad. Um, so they're kind of like the CIA. They could follow these people around Europe and be like, so they were tailing him as he went around. They kind of knew that he was going to bring this subversive literature back with him. And of course he does just by storing it in the bottom of like a false bottom of his luggage. He like made a little trap oh, nice. door for it. He's like, haha, they will never find this Marx comic book I bought. Right. <laughs> he goes dope hente from the Mediterranean. I'm going to check out. <laughs> They won't Bulls find my shit. 15 copies of Uncle Tom's Cabin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All different languages. <laughs> oh, baby. I finally got my JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> it's in Greek. So, I can't read Greek. <laughs> so as it turns out, he comes back to his, his town, hangs out with his nerdy leftist book club, and it turns out that a member of his group was part, a sleeper agent, part of the secret police and he was none other than a dentist so you know he knows oh, how to get in there man yeah. he knows how to like get behind them molars he can weed some shit out honestly that's probably one of the worst occupations because if you're getting involved in a work area you're 
unable to get much out of them while you're working on them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So true. where's the secret meeting? Say ah. Yeah. Like, exactly. Yeah. You're just oh, talking at them. Yeah. It's kind of hard to recon this. I just have to talk into their mouths. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you wanted to do a hit on someone, you could be just slip with your fucking pick and oops. <laughs> oh, fuck. His head's all falling off. He's going to oh, floss no. that carotid artery. I'm having a bad weekend right now. <laughs> So this this sleeper sleeper agent, this sleeper agent dentist, uh, you know, tipped off the secret police to the group and they were raided uh, that year when Lennon returned. Lennon was sentenced without a trial and he was sentenced to 14 months in prison in St. Petersburg and then three years in exile in Siberia. Oh, that's only sucks. Dang. Yeah. Siberia, so, place to be. Yeah, so now you might. I'm sure the prison thing was not nice because any prisons back in the day, terrible, uh, terrible. Especially in Russia, I can only imagine how aggressive now, yeah, it might be. Well, yeah. So you're also thinking, oh, exile in Siberia. Man, he must be like freezing to death and like snow blind in the working in these mines. But the thing was, was that Lenin was rich, so Lenin was able to just kind of, like, live a normal fucking life in Siberia. Like, he didn't have to do the, like, hard labor and all this stuff. Like, it was actually seen as, like, the cool thing, like, your initiation into these leftist groups if you got exiled to Siberia. Oh, that makes Um, sense. And while Lenin was poor, his mom was giving him an allowance from her connected estates in St. Petersburg. So... Almost his entire life until he's head of state in his late 40s, um, she's giving him an income, like a healthy income. Trust fund, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ah, that's where it all starts. Or not all starts, but another yeah. another example of trust fundness. My mom owns a dealership. I hate my mom. <laughs> but I have the newest car. Yeah. I'm well, jealous. Thing- yeah, so Continue he's trials. doing... He's doing this exile in Siberia, and as it turns out, Lenin was a, a very big fan of, like, outdoorsy stuff. He liked, like, hiking and shit like that. So people that, like, saw him in Siberia actually said this was, like, the happiest point of his life while he was oh exiled God. to Siberia. Wow. Should have yeah. moved there. Yeah. Why not? That's where my favorite vodka is from, uh, Beluga, Siberia. Mm. What's so good about the uh, Beluga is it the chunks of whale fat that you mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. No, it's made of the tears of surfs. <laughs> oh, yeah. yes. Very fat. They, they have a huge stockpile. It's frozen up there. Slap the back of his head. Yeah. Fill the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> now, by the time Lenin got to Siberia in 1897, he realized that he's got a lot of time to kill. Remember, he's just like going on vacation for three months or three years in Siberia. Mm. It's like, you know, it's got, I got to keep myself busy. So I got to get myself a wife. This was got to happen. So even though Polinaria or whatever her name, Apollo, I'm going to call her that, um, even though she already rejected him, Lenin sent her a letter begging her to come to Siberia to become his wife. Uh, Please, baby, you will love it here. Oh, my God. There's so many bears and snow. Remember how you said no to marrying me when I lived in the same town? Well, how about moving to the ass end of the world? (laughs) Now, Lenin, all of Lenin's letters were screened by the secret police. Because remember, now he's even under more watch. 
So he wrote this letter, and this was like a thing that he did. He wrote it in invisible ink, which was just milk. He'd write these letters in milk, and then you'd get the letter, and you'd hold it over a, uh, a candle, and it would show where the milk is. How did she know to do that? I don't. I don't know. Maybe she never got. Well, she, maybe she was like, "Oh, what is oh, this letter about?" Like, she, yeah. she actually showed him how to do it. She would draw with breast milk. <laughs> yeah. What I'm wondering is like, was the KGB or whatever it was at that point just like, huh? He keeps sending blank letters all the time. Yeah, like they couldn't figure this out. Like, <laughs> hey, how do we hold on to this letter for what an indefinite amount of time <laughs> to figure out how to do this? Uh, Does she ever reply? Was she like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll come through, Smash." No, she replied and she was like, fuck no, I'm not. <laughs> oh, I'm blaming her. Siberia? Fuck, I want to go Now, there. just to be safe, when he sent that letter out, he's like, I'm also going to send a letter to Fish Girl, Nadia. Uh, uh, because, you know, you got to have, you can't put up. all your eggs in one basket, right? Better you know? climb it for Fish Girl up in Siberia. So he did, he sent this, a similar letter? Yeah. Or was it like a, hey, you're still ugly? <laughs> yeah. Have hey, sex herring girl. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like to be my fish wife? Would you, you be like, like to, cum dumpster? I mean, would you what? like to? Would you like to do cosplay as the shape of water with me? <laughs> but uh, don't leave for here until you talk to your friend and see if she's saying yes or not. <laughs> yeah, you should don't. definitely come to Siberia. My address <laughs> is one Siberia place. <laughs> here are my so, coordinates. Wouldn't you know it? Nadia Fish Girl was like, "Fuck yes." So she got herself arrested by organizing a strike <laughs> and was also exiled to Siberia. Wow. To, uh, uh, and they wrote like a petition where, oh, we're married now, so you have to put us in the same part of Siberia. So Nadia, along with her, her mom and Lenin's mom, they all move to Siberia and the two are married. <laughs> How does he not love this woman? That's a ride or die That's woman. Facts. Right? That I, yeah. yeah, wow. <laughs> Ride or die fish. Ride or, that's a ride or die yeah. herring right there. Yeah. <laughs> that's facts. So now the two of them tried to have t children, but probably due to Nadia's Graves disease, they weren't able to pop one out. You know, just uh, their eyeballs. They, yeah. They, they, had, they tried for a long time. They talked about adopting, but like Lennon's like, no, I don't want that. Well, what hard. are we going to do? Get Asians? Uh, <laughs> I don't want that. I got a vodka limp digger. Can't get hard. I got a future to worry about. I can't have these these undesirables. I can't look at you in the eye and have sex. <laughs> oh, this is. Uh, <laughs> Are you all right, Mike? Mike's having a very Mike? stressful evening. <laughs> I had a really stressful weekend. I feel like Lennon probably got like a small oil can, like that he wrote like sardines on it. And he's like, "Baby, put this over your head. <laughs> <laughs> Let's role play." All right. So Lennon is released from exile on January 29th, nineteen hundred, um, and Nadia had another six months left on her exile oh. term. But Lennon was like, peace! <laughs> Fuck you, guys! <laughs> She's like, oh, I guess I'll just wait up here now. Yeah, I know I dragged you and both of our mothers up here, but I'm out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I cannot stand it here. And even though he liked it, he's like, I gotta get back. Gotta join my comrades. Sorry, so part, part of Lennon's parole was that he could not live in a city or within a certain area of a university town because they were afraid he would corrupt the youth. Believable. Now, immediately, he broke this parole and moved to a suburb of St. Petersburg and got connected with a bunch of his Marxist comrades. 
Now, things had changed a bunch while he was in Siberia. Uh, like most armchair revolutionary groups, the Union of the Struggle of the Working Class had changed its name about three times and had merged into other rich Marxist groups and was now called the Socialist so uh, Socialist blah, blah, the Russian Socialist Democratic L Labor Party RSDLP. RS yeah. Well, Lenin, it's nice to have you back. We went through a few name changes. We were, uh, what was the acronyms? We were the gays for a while. <laughs> and they were straight. And they were the big pussies, but we went for <laughs> the other one that I just mentioned that I keep forgetting. You want to, you want to do another one? Well, you want to be the of, General Chow's Chicky Boys? They got rid of all the of this. That's so, true. I That's mean, good. good on them. Improvement. Yeah. yeah. We're the swag um, boys. Now, Lenin throughout this... Lenin throughout this time was under constant observation, but what better time to start a socialist paper, newspaper called the Iskra or Spark? Spark notes. Yes, nice. <laughs> Spark notes. <laughs> um, so Lenin would write all about these. He'd write all these Marxist editorials in this paper, and he went, as I mentioned, he went through a bunch of different pseudonyms and like different names and all this stuff. And, but in 1901, he used first used the name Lenin, um, and it's common belief that Lenin comes from the name of this river in Siberia called the River Lena, but we don't really know why he chose Lenin or why he picked Lenin. Like, we don't really know why that name is the way it is. Just imagine he had an Instagram where he could post them why he named himself Lenin and explain it to everyone. <laughs> A TikTok. So sick. And then you get like a mad likes yeah. from like I've been getting a lot buddies. of questions about my last name. Thread. <laughs> yeah, a whole post about it. One out of 64. <laughs> it's like him making the uh, making faces and reacting to it while the captions are popping up uh, <laughs> up top. No, it's just it's just him standing there and it's the TikTok voice as he points to oh each caption. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people have been asking me points up. Yeah. Uh, the, why he loves is, one of those kids. Why is uh, my name Lennon? Every is time it? he bashes his head the caption changes. <laughs> it's one of those filters that says bash your head on something and it'll change. Yeah. Um, so this paper obviously like wasn't a really smart move because I said the secret police was like watching him. And eventually they cracked down on him and Lenin was like, you know what? I always wanted to live in Germany. Um, there's far they, they you know they have a way better working class, far less ignorant Russian peasants. So he packs up his paper operation and moves to Munich. Awesome. Or, yeah, or flees, you could say. Wasn't there also, like, way more Marxists in Germany at the time than in Russia? Uh, well, well, yeah. Just because there's more educated people. Yeah, <laughs> like, there was way more... Yeah, way more Marxists. It, basically everywhere in Europe, you, we see him, and I, we'll get into it, these places he moves to. He moves to Germany. He moves to Sweden, Finland, uh, the U.K., on uh, all these places, there's, like, Marxist groups, right? Um, Russia doesn't really have them. You have these, like, again, they're, like, armchair revolutionaries. They're like, yeah, the peasants will rise up. It's like, okay. <laughs> they're, uh, they're worried about eating. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. it's your turn to pretend to be the Ottoman while I talk about <laughs> what I was reading. <laughs> so Lenin is now part of this, you know, the RSPL, uh, RSPL. DLP, that new group that I mentioned. 
Um, and this is like an amalgamation of a bunch of different socialist groups, and they all had their own interpretation of Marx and socialism as a whole. Um, most, as I mentioned, most of these groups were uh, middle class or uh, upper class people, and a lot of them lived outside of Russia in the places I mentioned, like Germany, Switzerland, Sweden, London. Um, <clears throat> but they would all get together every once in a while for these congresses, and they would argue about what socialism really is, brother. Amen um, to that. Yeah. <laughs> now, right, right off the bat, <laughs> so funny, Tom. I don't know. It's because of the silence beforehand, which was funny. It wasn't really. <laughs> it wasn't the, what you said. And then the whole Hogan comment. The time between <laughs> what you said. Yeah. Right off the bat, Lenin was a force to be reckoned with. He was loud, unwe unwavering in his, in his convictions, and he was very profane. He liked to call people cunts, Cunt. shits, class traitors. Whores, Philistine, Philistines, just You're anything. A what's, a, yeah. what's a class trader, and how do I become one? <laughs> um, Is there a crypto for this? <laughs> well, yeah, you have to invest in crypto, number yeah, one. NFTs yeah. makes you a class yeah. trader. You have to get a screenshot. <laughs> start, start wearing more Dolce Gabbana. Uh, you know. All right, cool. I will yeah. drive a, uh, a, a white BMW uh, midsize SUV from now on. Yeah. There you yeah. go. See if you don't want to be a class. If you don't want to be a class, class trader, put yeah. If you don't want to be a class trader, put down that Dolce Gabbana sunglasses. Get yourself a pit viper. That is straight fucking working class men. That Gear your face up. All right, contesting points. Pit viper. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> Did you hear the ad? I, put I didn't it hear in the it. Ad. Well, I didn't it's hear gonna it. be in this episode. Oh yeah, I'll show it to you after the. You guys don't show me anything. You guys I, you I, guys I, I emailed it to you. Cut to ad. You think I look at my email ever? Cut to ad. Listen to this message. It's coming from our faces. Faces that are accessorized beyond any level of satisfaction. What brand of accessories? Pit Viper. Say it. Pit Viper. Pit Viper. Pit Viper. Pit Viper. Say it again. My time is precious. Pit Viper. Feels good. Real good. Lenses for the body, mind, soul, and body again. Not saying you look stupid and ugly, but you could look less stupid and ugly. And Pit Viper's gonna help you do that. Are we sponsored by Pit Viper? I'm gonna be honest here. We're not sponsored by Pit Viper. We're not. Then why are we talking about Pit Viper? Because it's the right thing to do. Yeah, I was a virgin, so I put on some Pit Vipers. The kind folks at Pit Viper sent us premium eyewear. Because just like you, the listener, they have great taste and are very smart. Thank, Thank you, you, Pit, Pit Viper. Viper. Thank you so much for making my face look great. Pit Viper. Yum. We're raffling off a couple of pairs of this sweet, fresh eye gear. Check out our Instagram and Twitter for details on that raffle. Dude, they have ballistic lenses, man. I could be shooting pepperonis at you and you wouldn't even feel anything. And if you don't win the raffle, you can go pitviper.com on your internet explorer. Oh. Dress up that mug. The new year's coming. It's time to look like you stand for something. Something cool. This is America. We all have our principles. Stand for it. Something cool, dog, like Pit Vipers. Keep the sun out of your eyes. Be yourself. Be cool. Wear Pit Viper sunglasses. Did you hear that? Mike says, you never show me anything. I say, I emailed to him. He goes, you think I look at my email? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for real? <laughs> I look at it like once in a while. I look at my email. It was a four-day weekend, Tom. Huh? When I'm tracking a package, I look for my emails. <laughs> 
Okay. Oh, I got my spam folder, roast mortem. Oh, here we go. Yeah, there it is. There. Oh, anything <laughs> from Tom in the spam. Let me look right now. From my so, rich cousin Tom, who's a class so, trader. He never, he never gives me any of his class trading advice. <laughs> All right. So with within this year of 1901, Lenin ro- roams around Europe. He's writing this paper. He's going to these congresses where he's calling other socialist cunts and shit. And he loved hanging out with cats. There are a lot of pictures of Lenin petting nice little kitties. Alarming. Google that shit. It's he loves little kitties. He loves he's pussy. Old, baby little, yeah, I love it. This is alarming. That that's the one highlight of this man. He's a cat man. Well, no <laughs> points here. I don't know. I also have a big head, so I've I've been feeling a lot of sympathy <laughs> for him. Me so too. Far. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, blockhead. <laughs> Connor, did you uh, drag your head on the ground as a child? <laughs> Whenever I had a temper tantrum, I'd just swing it around like a wrecking ball. <laughs> Get the spackle out, honey. He's done. <laughs> oh, no. Here he goes again. <laughs> so, for, as much as Lennon was a windbag and, like, you know, this, like, mean dude within this group, a lot of his fellow comrades called him a coward. You see that he was like a big picture guy. He didn't like to get his hands dirty. He had no qualms putting his subversive, uh, you know, literature smugglers in dangerous way, like sending them into Russia. But he's not going to do, you know, he doesn't want to get caught. He already has a leadership ideology for himself. So Lenin meets our boy Trotsky uh, in 1902. When they were both living in a commune in London. Finally, um, the real hero yeah. of our story. Lenin, by the way, hated the concept of a commune. He was like, it <laughs> smells bad in here. Uh, there's so much patchouli going on. Uh, I had to like watch old women bathe. Whose like, this is children the are thing. these? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but Trotsky would become like his best friend. Um, and, you know, they were like, we are both comrades, brother. Uh, and I think Trotsky deserves his own episode, um, but he uh, has his shit a little bit more. I feel like he's more of an intellectual than, than Lenin was. Um, so, during one of these uh, socialist congresses in London in 1903, the Socialist Party had a massive split. So, Lenin had a rival armchair socialist his name was julius martov and while there were differences in party leadership the the original uh split of like this concept of socialism was very minute right um when it boiled down to it lenin was a little bit more authoritarian than martov uh whereas martov was more uh democratic in his approach to socialism um, so there was this vote that was held at this Congress, and Lenin's ideas won. And so he was called the Bolshintvo, or the majority, and Martov's faction was called the Menshinso, which was minority. Thus, we have the Bolsheviks and the Mensheviks. Uh-huh. So oh, Bolshevik, that's where that came from? Yeah, Bolshevik wow. just means majority. And the funny thing is, is that even though Bolsheviks are called my uh, the majority it quickly became uh clear that the mensheviks became the majority you know what i mean so like the names just stuck it's terrible branding you know what i mean like the mensheviks are like yeah we're the minority even though we've got like triple the time you know tenfold the amount of members as the bolsheviks do it's like today's politics 
Yeah. So one of the distinct splits between Mensheviks is the Mensheviks had a lot of Jewish socialists. Um, and so Trotsky, who was Jewish, and knew, I mean, Lenin was also Jewish, but he didn't know he was Jewish. Trotsky was Jewish, and he joined the Mensheviks, and Lenin called him a Judas. He was his straight-up com comrade Judas, right? Mm. Stabbed him in the back. He rude. left for the Mensheviks. Very rude. Now, honestly, the Mensheviks' flavor of socialism was far closer to the teachings of Marx. Um, and I'm going to go into a little bit of communist subtext here, right? Oh, great. Okay. Just well, listening. Got <laughs> Just going to listen. You got to know about... We're going to be going into this communist revolution, so we got to know a little bit about communism, right? Sure. Sure, uh, yeah, you're right, I suppose. Yeah. Everyone's going to get the same shit. <laughs> That's how it is. Everyone yeah, eats one hard boiled egg every day. Yep. You don't like right. it? It's tough shit, Siberia. <laughs> right. So I, we all, we all know what communism is, right? With the whole, uh, you know, like uh, wrestler. You want to be a WWE? I was like fucked up. Why is your mic like that? How did this happen? I was leaning back before. Uh, now yeah. I was getting all sleepy because I was uncomfortable. That now you okay? I'm now we're cooking with gas. There you go. So I'm not going to go into, like, you know, the, the means of production and all that, that stuff. We know how communism works. But first off, communism is, like, the perfect state. So it's the end game of socialism, right? So think of it like you're playing an RPG and then you hit, like, the level cap and then you just, like, grind for the best weapons and gear, right? That's communism. Like, you're done. Like, you've reached the end. Okay, why don't you use an analogy that people who aren't already communists might understand? <laughs> <laughs> like, say you just bought the best uh, Mossberg rifle. Why are you going to go down to a lower-class Mossberg? You're going to just add attachments to the best Mossberg you own. That's good, yeah. Okay, there so you there go. you go. Communism is like a shotgun in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> With a sniper scope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For With the sniper scope. Everyone has and a share. Laser. We yeah, and a laser all. dot. <laughs> laser yeah. dot. Um, so the way Marx saw it is that um, these systems, right, you came from feudalism, and feudalism went to capitalism, and from capitalism you have socialism, and then you have communism. So it's like a progression of social... So social, socialism on steroids. Well, yeah. It's, it's like a Pokemon evolution. Yeah. Okay. You can't get better than a Charizard, dog. Yeah. You know so I mean? always thought communism was like extreme, like, I'm getting the same cookie-cutter car as it, the doctor is getting it, because it's all... It is. It's it not is. He, he's not saying it isn't that. Oh, this is like the fucking... We're getting... The we're getting false reality theory. of communism. We're getting yeah. deep into theory here. Okay. Yeah. We're doing theory, yeah. So False realities. Turn, as it turns out, none of these systems work. Yeah. So we're going to discuss one of the systems that doesn't work right <laughs> yeah. now. So, as I said, socialism is like a progression. When Marx wrote uh, the Communist Manifesto, he was drawing experiences that he had in London at the height of its industrial revolution. There was a clear-cut factory working class, or the proletariat, and then a ruling class, the bourgeoisie. Now, part of the process of the rev revolution was lifting the proletariat up uh, through class consciousness and education and eliminating the bourgeoisie. And it was a slow process. Now, this idea, that that was the idea that the Mensheviks had. They're like, we need education, we need democratic elections, this is a slow build, 
towards building up the lower classes and eventually Reform, eliminating. Reform, not revolution. Yeah, yeah. Um, the problem with Russia, though, is that Russia didn't have a working class. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, they were barely an industrial uh, country at the turn of the century. Most of the lower class was uh, agrarian, right? Right. Now, Lenin knew that there wasn't a working class in Russia, so he was like... Fuck the slow build. Right after the revolution, there should be a centralized authoritarian government. And, you know, it'll be run by a bunch of armchair brainy boys like Lenin and all these other dicks that would just tell the farmers that were too stupid, to, like, how it should be run. What could go wrong? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's not Marxism. Um, uh, now, Lenin was so pissed... Uh, oh yeah. So well, what I was gonna say, it's not, it's not Marxism. And when you run into a communist or a socialist, and they say like I'm Marxist Leninist, which is like one of the terms is like Marxist Maoist, Marxist Leninist Maoist. When they say they're Marxist Leninist, you're like, oh well, that like you're an idiot then. Like, <laughs> like you don't understand what either of those words means. I'd be so, so mad if someone told me that. They like you told me that personally. I'm like, what? You should be mad. You got to put that in your, in your. You got to put that in your Tinder profile, dog. What, what's your communist stance? Yeah, go Marxist Maoist. <laughs> it makes a little more sense. It makes the women wet. <laughs> uh, they're like, yeah, tell me more. Now, uh, Lenin was so pissed that Martov's Mensheviks um, and their rational socialism was gaining so much popularity. He was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not calling. The Bolsheviks are not going to call themselves socialists. We're communists. Basically, just saying, like, like we're skipping the whole, like, socialism, and we're going to the ultimate form of awesome. socialism. God mode. Before any revolution happened. You know what I mean? Like, he just skipped all over socialism straight to communism. It's just infinitely doubling down. Yeah. Like, let's <laughs> not, we're not going to see if this works. We're going to just make it work. And this is completely against uh, Marxist theory. You know, right. like, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, I'm getting, I'm getting uh, riled up. You're like, emotionally charged. Social. I know, I can right. see it. You're turning pink, yeah. like Mike's penis. Yes. No, mine's so Snow Mike's White. Very oh, pale. Yeah, it's milky. Very pale. Right, right. Milky. Don't forget. Yeah, milky. <laughs> so let's jump right into the Russian revolutions, plural, and what would lead to the rise of the Bolsheviks. Now, there are three major uprisings that we need to know about. It's the 1905 revolution, and then the big ones, the February and October revolutions of 1917. So those are like the three main ones. I, know I mean, those there's ones. other shit going on, but those are the ones we got to know. <clears throat> so the 1905 revolution. Basically, Russia had been in a terrible war with the Japanese. Uh, Russia got their ass kicked and was basically because of complete incompetence and people were getting really sick of czar nicholas um and it was like wow this guy's really dumb he's following around this dude rasputin and like these people are fucking crazy and there's a lot of complex reasons that i we can't really go into why they they went on strike and had these protests but people went on strike across the country and were like fuck this shit I think you're underselling too just how badly they got their asses kicked in that war. 
Oh yeah, it they was had, terrible. so you know Russia is on like two sides of the continent, so like Pacific yeah. and the Atlantic. They had a Pacific fleet that was small, got absolutely annihilated by the Japanese. Okay. So then they sent their North Sea fleet around Europe, around so Africa. So half of them died on the around line. Asia. No, they're fine. They're just sailing, going to coal stops. But it takes like two and a half months for them to get to Japan. Right. And in their very first battle, they get every single ship is sunk. Whoa! <laughs> like, they got so, annihilated. <laughs> so, no way. Con- so, so Connor, I actually read a book on that trip, and I was going to do an episode on just the- roasting the ship. And oh, what they yeah. went through. Because <laughs> it's so fucking crazy. Like, And they literally, it takes them so long. They go through Africa. There's all this fucking shit where people are just dying. And then they show up and get their ass kicked. Yeah. <laughs> it's like and their whole fleet's gone. <laughs> awesome. Um, so, yeah. We can't wait pos- to tell the boss. Yeah. <laughs> uh oh. Possible, possible the roast of an entire crew <laughs> Oopsies. coming up in the future. <laughs> Let's go to um, fucking China. Fuck it. So the the uh, the brilliant uh, role that the Tsar had the the powder keg that really kicked off the 1905 revolution was that there was a massive protest outside the Winter Palace and um, it was peaceful and the Tsar was like why don't you just start shooting everyone out there they're in my lawn get them off my lawn <laughs> okay he's got a point. So, in this was an event called Bloody Sunday, not the Irish one, not the English one, Bloody or the millions Sunday. of other Bloody Sundays. Yeah, I don't think U2 song? was, no, it wasn't, U2 wasn't That's singing That's not about based on it. Uh, Different no. Bloody Sunday. Uh, U2's actually never heard of Russia. Sunday, yeah. Bloody Continue, Travis. <laughs> they only know Africa and how bad it is. Yeah. Real bad. Um, so, as a result of this shooting that the Tsar just opened up on, on his own people, it resulted in about 230 people dead, 180 injured, and 7,000 people arrested. Most of them sent to Siberia. Jeez, you know people. you're doing something when the dead outnumber the wounded. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. That's kind of impressive. Yeah. Um, there's also the Navy rebelled during this. This is the famous battleship Potemkin. They made a movie about oh, that yeah. shit. Um, yeah. So, I mean... Again, there's so many roasts in this these revolutions. Like we're gonna come back to this. We've already done it with uh, Rasputin, but there's so many different angles of just stupidity going on here. Um, is is this Tsar Nicholas or is this still Alexander the Third? Oh, this is Tsar Nicholas. This is yeah. Nikki. Okay. Yeah, Nikki. And his crazy ass wife and yeah. bloody child. <laughs> the grandson of Victoria, right? Grandson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah th- that was Victoria's big plan, was to have all of her children bone everyone in Europe, so all the royalty was related. <laughs> Didn't work. Still had World War One. <laughs> Would have been nice. Yeah. Would have been nice. What yeah. could have been. Um, so Lenin, what was Lenin's part of this revolution? Well, uh, it was from the safety of London, he called for the Bolsheviks, uh, who many of whom weren't even in Russia, to pick up arms against the royalists on the streets. This is fucking really lame. It's He's basically an internet troll. He's just got his opinion. He's just like, hey, guys, you gotta, gotta shoot all them men. So he has, like, zero authority, really. No. Like, he's... He's a shit poster. Yeah. 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 Um, and if, if anything, his, like, kind of just calls for the Bolshe- Bolsheviks to, like, pick up arms just made him lose popularity with the people who were already leaning towards Menshev- uh, Menshevikism. 
Um, yeah, you know, like you read the paper and it comes in. It's like, oh, yeah, all the stuff you said about us having the same amount of flour and being able to buy bricks at a reasonable price. I like that. Yeah. I'm not going to die. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah, not going right. to go kill my neighbors. Yeah. yeah, he's writing it from the safety of a like English pub eating <laughs> fish and chips. <laughs> uh, give me more of that literature about uh, you know how brown sugar comes uh, in squares. So we should appreciate that. Yeah, Lennon's like, wait, you guys fry your fish? You don't jelly it? Oh, this is beautiful. You don't have sex with your herring? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you she's just, there. You- you just yeah, eat it and have sex with your relatives? Yeah, you want to dump my wife in the deep fryer? She probably tastes the same. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, you can have her. I'm believing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so with absolutely no help from Lenin, again, this goes against... It's interesting because when you read about... When you read about Lenin's role in these things during, you know, the histories that they wrote during the USSR, it makes it seem like Lenin was there for everything. And then we only knew about this in the 90s. That he had nothing to do with this revolution. Um, so no help from Lenin. The Tsar was not overthrown, but he did concede in a bunch of demands to the people. So they established the Duma, which is basically like a, a Senate or a Congress. Um, so basically, Russia became a constitutional monarchy. Of course, the Zuma was the Duma was heavily corrupt and fucked up in its own way. It was also like the weakest legislative body ever created in a modern government okay yeah like it was like it was basically like the czar was like here here's your little plaything that has no real power but you th- might think it has power right yeah because okay. you could like America. dissolve it at will so, oh. yeah 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 there <laughs> so were all these passed a bill he didn't like he'd be like nope new duma that's a, <laughs> yep. that's a good caveat to toss in there if you're a czar type another big result was that the socialists finally had their own party under this new system because again it was democracy on paper like you said connor like they could just dissolve the doom anytime they wanted but the socialists had their own actual political but like they were no longer just armchair people Mm -hmm. right like they had a a platform now they elected their party members by holding councils in various regions now council in russia is soviet so Things are starting to come together, right? The Soviet Union. This is like a union of consuls, you know. That, those these must be. They must be so on top of their shit. <laughs> Every time I've come across a council, they've done nothing but good. Yeah, town right? councils. There's no corruption there. Phenomenal. <laughs> How the hell Ima- do these people uh, not get paid more? <laughs> Imagine a country just run by public safety. <laughs> run by the people who can't fix potholes. Oh, God. <laughs> now, Lenin was finally part of a legitimate party. In 1906, he thought it was safe enough to return, finally return back to Russia after Thank floating God. around Europe. So safe. Now, the secret police were very much still a thing. Remember, the czar is still there, and they had been watching him while he was in exile. So, Lenin was... Lenin was still very much living off of his mom's paychecks, right? This little trust fund baby. And he was running out of money because the Bolshevik party was failing. And his only other source of income was just, like, uh, party dues, right? Like, you know. Um, So he's like, how do I make money? He's like, well, the Bolsheviks could, like, rob a train because this is like the early 20th century that's, that's true. really popular wait no that was a real this is real <laughs> this is real yeah <sighs> love it <laughs> so 
Lenin authorizes this dude named Leonid Krasnin to rob the state bank train in Georgia. Not the state, the now country. Now, Lenin remembered this little thuggish Georgian that was part of the Bolshevik party that he Mm. met last year. His name was none other than Yosef Stalin. He's like, yeah. Was it, al- was it already Stalin, or was it that really weird name that it was like Gorbachevich? <laughs> no, he went by. He had he to join the Stalin? cool kid. Yeah, he was a cool. Okay. He needed to join the cool kids. Yeah, so he's like, I mean, Trotsky wasn't. That wasn't his name either. But like, I feel like when they joined this party of the Bolsheviks, they're like, we need a cool name. You need a code word. You know? mm. Yeah. Um. So Stalin, you know, Lenin's like, get that guy Stalin to go rob the train. He seems like a little shithead. Um, the robbery was successful, and Stalin ended up killing 50, pe- 50 innocent bystanders from bomb blasts and gunfire, um, but the Bolsheviks had their, their money. Um, <laughs> and we can probably elaborate more on that when we eventually do a Stalin episode. That's but, uh, unreal. Yeah. That, <laughs> that's wild. Wow. And I thought that Janet Yellen was suspicious, but this is crazy. <laughs> That's the way you get money quick back in the old early 20th century. Train, yeah. Rob a train. And yeah, now you just talk to Goldman Sachs. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Speaking now, fees. Now you get a train run on you. Yeah. That's how you make money. That's how you make money. It's only fans. Right. And in doing this, now the socialists, like all these different factions, like the Mensheviks, and there's another thing called the uh, SR, which is the Socialist Revolutionaries, they all... Um, they all saw the Bolsheviks as terrorists. They're like, you're going to rob trains and shit, and you're calling. Uh, Lenin just loved to scream about how, you need to arm up. The revolution's coming, brother. Shoot people in the streets. You know? Nice. Very cool. It's um, around the now, corner. Now, the czar was not a complete idiot, as much as uh, I feel like our future roast will, you know, discredit that. <laughs> um but he saw that the socialists were rallying up the people. He's like, these guys are getting a little uppity, the peasants and all this shit, right? So he thought it would be best to assemble his own group of radical pro-Czar nationalists, a group called the Black Hundred. Now, these guys were really fucking bad, and the Czar, Czar Nicholas, he had a special hatred towards Jews, um, so he mainly told the Black Hundred, because he was like, the Jews are all socialists, so let's get rid of them. Um, so the Black Hundred would go into Jewish communities, and they started a, started pogroms that would end in tens of thousands of Jews being killed, and nearly 100,000 Jews homeless. Jesus. So, we Damn. talk about the Nazis being bad, no one talks about the Black Hundred, because <laughs> they're fucking bad. They were around for a, a much shorter a- amount of time, right? Uh, they were about around for probably around a decade. Oh, okay. Well, so, yeah. There you go. Not good. Not the black good. Not cool. Russia. Yeah, the Black Hundred would also be sent out to break up socialist rallies in the streets. So now, while Lenin was the loudest man in the room... You know, as I said, calling for Bolsheviks to take out and spill blood in the streets for our fucking socialist revolution. He was at this one particular rally in 1906, and the Black Hundred showed up, and Lenin 
f- fled, pushing people over to get out of his way while other comrades stood and fought the Black Hundred. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, get out of my way! I gotta get out of here! These Black Hundreds here! Man, London's fast. I'm gonna vote <laughs> yeah. for him. We're not voting, are we? He's got a shiny head. No. <laughs> All that now, passion. Yeah, Lenin was only in Russia for two years uh, until there was an arrest warrant, arrest put out, or sorry, until there was a warrant put out for his arrest. And what does Lenin do best? Does he stand with his fellow Bolsheviks? Fight for the proletariat? Fuck that. He shaves off his famous beard goatee just to hide his face and runs to Finland. Nice. (laughs) Okay. Like, not only did he run, he's like, people are going to know who I am with this fucking goatee beard thing. So he breaks his fucking, like, beard code. He's like, I'm just going to fucking shave it clean, dog. Regrow it in Finland. Well, that's what he does, but, you know, like, how weak is that? It's very weak. shave your beard and flee the country? I mean, so far, you have described a weak man. A man who I probably wouldn't be friends with. Unless he paid me to be his friend. <laughs> and his mom's rich, and she might pay it. So therefore, friends. it's yeah. a 50-50. Yeah. If he's willing to pay, I would be his friend. There you go. Yeah. I am also a weak man. But they hate Jewish people, though? That's fucked up. He doesn't have to know that. It's true. Unless he's searching the dick. Well, we'll get into the Jewish thing next episode. Um, uh, America is such a He doesn't big have penis. a good track record, record with them, <laughs> either. Remember... Remember, most of the Jews were Mensheviks, and he mm. didn't like the Mensheviks. Right. Mm. So They were a bunch of Mensches. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So from Finland, uh, from Finland, Lenin travels to Geneva. From Geneva, he goes to Paris in 1909, um, all while screaming, Go get them, boys! Get them in the streets! I'm right there with you, but yeah, I'm not. Brother. I'll be right there just <laughs> do some shopping, boys. <laughs> so while Lenin is in Paris... Uh, he kind of was like, you know what, my my old bag of a wife, fish herring lady, kind of getting sick of her. Her eyes are getting larger. <laughs> it's hard. To, yeah, it's been hard to fuck. <laughs> They're bugging out more and more. <laughs> so Len's like, what? I'm in par- gay parry. Let me start an affair with Anessa Armand. Now, this was another one of those weird thruple relationships going on. Lennon was very big about that. He was very open. Was Lennon Polly? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. But here's the thing, is that um, both Nadia and Anissa were both socialist writers in their own right. Um, and they had more of a feminist lean towards socialism. Like, yeah, we're all people, right? Yeah. Well, one of the major wedges that would eventually cause Anessa and Lenin to stop their affair was that Anessa believed in free love, people choosing who they want to sleep with, and Lenin's like, uh, nah, you know, I kind of just like the poly thing because I just sleep with whoever, but, like, I kind of believe in the nuclear family, you know? Like, you got to... Woman's got to just be there to cook me my fried jellied eggs. Trad boy. Very cool. Very (laughs) hip. I wonder if he had ever heard of Mormons, if he would just would have moved to Utah and given up all the revolutions. Yeah, right? (laughs) Yeah. You ever hear this dude named Joey Smith? (laughs) Basically, the women's ain't got no rights. Wait, so you guys are uh, rich? As long as you pray to God, you can 
have have slaves to do the thing. They you go hiking, you go skiing. I love the outdoors. Yeah, you could use the term royal we <laughs> as much as you like to. You have five wives there or something. Five wives, burgers, and fries. Yeah, that's what it comes so, Peanuts. Yeah, that's <laughs> with the shells, baby. Yeah. Five so, guys right. is actually five married dudes. All right, so he's he's in Perry with his lady. Yeah, something. Now, Tom, you just said this is a very weak man. I haven't painted a very good picture of this guy, but I will put the nail in the coffin here. Uh, Lennon was a cyclist, one of those guys that like to bike right in the middle of the road. Oh, oh that's terrible. <laughs> yeah. What a shithead. His, he would uh, be a communist. His fucking speed yeah. shorts on. <laughs> yep, yep. The big head. Fucking speed waiting shorts. in traffic next to me. I'm like, you're not yep. gonna be next to me in a second. Like, was it just... like a fixed gear bike? Like they all fucking have in Brooklyn now. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, fixed Target. gear. Fixed gear. He wore. He's, got, he's he wearing wore... the socks over his pants. Yeah. yeah Messenger bag. What a fucking asshole. <laughs> tiny nightcap on. Flip his back tire. <laughs> yeah. I always oh. go for the back tire. You know, can we just uh, stop the episode on Lennon and talk about bicyclists <laughs> for the rest of the God. show? Yeah, I got screamed at one of those dickheads because I was going the wrong way on the road. He's like, "You're not following the rules of the road, man. Like you're supposed to be going with traffic, not again." I guess he was Wait, right. you were driving on the wrong. Side. No, I was I was riding my bike <laughs> into traffic, and they were going with traffic. But like, oh yeah, my lot. I was bike. by myself. Just like, it doesn't matter. Like those like, rules are fucking stupid. Yeah, he made a point to like scream at me. And I was so high. I was those like, those I rules were designed by about. old people who can't see or hear. To make sure that they get they survive. And I'm talking about the 65 up crowd who still rides bicycles. Mm-hmm. That's the only person that applies to. Because if I'm yeah. going with traffic, they don't see their texting and driving. They're gonna clip my back tire. That's yeah. true. Yeah. All right. If they see me coming towards them, they're like, alright, watch the fuck out for this asshole. You can see him too. Doesn't matter. Anyway, so, so Vladimir is continue. I don't know why we yeah. keep talking about Vladimir fuck those Lenin. Lenin's a nerds. shitty. Lenin's sh- a shitty cyclist, and while living in Paris, he's, you know, cycling in the middle of the street, like, tired. because, <laughs> dude, the shoulders got, like, shit in it, got some sand, I don't want to get it in my tires, and he was hit by a car. Um, even though he was not injured, his lawyer training came in handy, and he sued the man that hit him, and won, and paid for his bike, and probably some extra pierogies that month. Wow. Cool. Pays Steven. to read books. Yeah, uh, Salino and Lennon <laughs> coming in hot. <laughs> yeah. Eight. So for Eight. year, for years and years, Lennon had been yelling this prediction that the major powers of the world were going to go to war. It's like you know what? They're all just going to hate each other and fucking fight, and it's mean. But I bet you a lot of people were saying that. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. I mean, he made it sound like he was the only one, but you know, what about Russ sure A lot of people were. He was saying it all. Yeah, he was like he was fiddling the uh, the czar's wife. Uh, yeah, he was Raspi- elbow deep in the arena. He's like the yeah. nations of the world colliding, yada yada, gonna bust a nut. Yeah, <laughs> but Raspi- there, there were a lot of people predicting World War One, but not a lot of people in power predicting World War One. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Lennon is not Sucks. in power. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> None of the important people were the ones with the foresight. <laughs> yeah, one thing I didn't add to my research with the uh, Rasputin episode, instead of tea leave reading, uh, Rasputin would just read the veins in his dick. So, Oh. Yeah. How oh. they looking today? <laughs> it's like a yeah. lie graph. Yeah. My veins oh, in there. Zarina, it's going to rain. <laughs> it's... You need I, to have uh, sex with me quick. <laughs> I will. I will go to the, uh, the the fortune teller who reads the bark 
in a uh, fake tree in Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I want to know the future from. Yeah. So Lenin was proven right because, uh, as we all know, in 1914, World War One kicks off in Russia. The least equipped, most as-backward country that was ba- already being torn apart at the seams was going dick first into a war with against Germany and the powers. Lego, smart. Now Strategic. that is where that's where I'm going to leave you for this week. Next week we're going into World War One. We're going into the February and October revolutions, and Lenin, the most unlikely first communist dictator. Wow. Can't wait. Uh, awesome. Yeah. Can't wait Arch to see Duke who... I, I wonder who's going to win World War One. Me too. <laughs> yeah, dude. dude. Spoilers, <laughs> I mean, I dude. Think, who's gonna... I think it's going to be Russia. Yeah, they're, we... they're looking good. They got a lot of people <laughs> yeah. there, I'll say that. Yeah. A lot they're of spare good. lives. <laughs> yeah, they do. I don't need, you know, they we do. don't need those farmers. They're fucking dumb. They don't like them anyway. They weren't doing yeah. shit. They were just moving dirt around. <laughs> dirt farm... Moisture farmers. Okay. Uh, Look... Look, <laughs> moisture farmer like in Star Wars. Like in Star Wars, <laughs> <laughs> moisture That's what Luke Skywalker's aunt and uncle were yeah. doing. Moist- that was yeah. Uncle, were. uncle yeah. Owen was a moisture farmer. I I really didn't even know that. I, I fucking just thought they were just like there. I don't know what the fuck. They retired. They're boomers. They're retired. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. explains because yeah, his leg was. It got his leg blown off in Vietnam. Yeah, is that why they so were like so crispy? They got crisped, crisped up. They actually, uh, yeah, they used a pesticide. And that's the, why they got crisp. The sand. People can live. Don't use that word. Don't, Mike, don't use that term. Yeah, sand, sand people. Can use sand people? You can't use the term sand That's people. That's derogatory now. Sand Mike, people? Mike, do you yeah. want to know who you have they, to call them? Tus- wait, Tuscan, even, Raiders. Tuscan Raiders. Tuscan Raiders. <laughs> Fuck. Mike, Mike, do you want to hear who is the actual only moisture farmer actually alive today? Not in the future. Jeff very Bezos? long, long ago. No, Johnny Sims. <laughs> Moisture farmer. You know what? You're not wrong. Would his wife be the moisture farmer? Because she's grabbing all that moisture out of him. Well, no, he's he's pumping the moisture (laughs) out of her. He's got that dipstick. He's using uh, sample sticks. He's like a fucking yeah. soap dispenser for his cum. Well, see, he's he's a bad moisture farmer. He deposits it on her face as opposed to in the collection moisture tanks. He's the moisturizer farmer. This is a ridiculous <laughs> yeah. way for this episode to veer. You think he's around an STD? Johnny Probably Sins or not. Vlad Lennon? Probably. Both. Well, both. <laughs> Johnny Sins is so hot, he's like an oven. When he got a STDs, they just burn off Brown. his body. I need yeah. to learn that technique. That's why he doesn't have any hair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's very oh. sensitive about oh, that. Damn. All right. Uh, that's it. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in for part one. Vladimir Lennon, um, one of the nation's finest potato. And uh, that's it. That's all I got. Shout oh, out my fellow big head brothers. Yeah. yeah. Da, comrades. Connor does have a very big head. I got a big head. Yeah. You know, they say about big heads. Big hats. I, I <laughs> think right. that... Size I think eight. Big that, brains, too. <laughs> I think that Lennon had a bigger dome than you did, man. He's got a big head. What was uh, what hat size was he getting from lids? <laughs> what was his new era hat size? Is it the eight 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 inches? I'm an, I'm an eight. You're eight? Oh, yeah. oh I've, never, I've never met someone that was an eight. Eight. Wow. <laughs> Is it like tight well, or is it like a little loose? Uh, with this much hair, it'd probably be a little tight. With short hair, it fits, oh, fits nice, nice and crisp. L- Lennon only wore bucket hats. And by that, I mean he just put a <laughs> bucket on his head. That's where Schoolboy Q got it from. <laughs> yeah. Lennon's yeah. favorite song. 
uh, Steal My Sunshine by Len. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, you got to fade out the end, uh, the, uh, the episode. Just with with, like the bubblegum. Yeah. Like, Steal pop. My yeah, Sunshine. <laughs> okay. Uh, go to patreon.com slash roastmortemcast. Give us your money. That's it. It's a grift. Please. Uh, go over to roastmortemcast.com. We have the sh- you have a, a website set up, right, Travis? I never go there. I don't go to websites other than... Uh, get, oh, you can get this hat. That oh, I'm that, make. the hat that I never got. Yeah, the yeah, violent docking one. hat. Come on, <laughs> so, I want that one. Want I want the, dan- the what was the other one? The Danky Shane. Yeah, but it has a little cock on. I like that it has one. A little cock and you have any more it. of those? You go order it at roastwormcast.com. Actually, will actually. I'll buy one. Sell one of your pit vipers. And- <laughs> uh, <laughs> you guys are kind of expensive though. I don't know. Like a- yeah, oh, I'm we're just not... kidding. Come on. Ah, we're not totally dis- reasonably oh, I was I was hitting you guys with a discount code. That you should have said like a discount code at the end of the episode. No, oh, I can't oh, give you I can't give you a discount code because I'm literally losing money on every sale of our product. <laughs> yeah, we actually don't shit. make any money on these. Yeah. Some people print them up and they go, "Here's your 10 cent check." Yeah. Awesome. Really great. I'm glad everything's working this way. It's just for you because we're all comrades here. That's we right. Share yeah, our share it. That's right, comrade. All right. Dank Keep fighting rad. the fight, good comrade. Can't wait for part two. Dankums. Thank you, Shane. Steal my sunshine. I was logging in a class to uh, somewhere next week. Uh, L A T E R that week, right? Is that how it goes? Something like that. Yeah. Steal my sunshine. <laughs>